Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, Gorons? And welcome to the Gormore Podcast. I am the not so mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in as always. However, I do not bring the shit show in alone. For with me today, I'm just going to say my cavalcade of horror homies, because we got a bunch of us today. And hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. we're going to start off right next to me. I'm going to bring it in with the Duke of the Dead, the Lord Scuba Cabra, Mr. Steve Vasquez. What's up, baby? And we also, of course, have the killing machine himself, that meat mountain, Mr. Bobby Amone. It's Mania Week, baby! Yeah, it is. We'll get to that in a little bit. We also have the Chad Daddy himself, that dark lord of knowledge, bringing in all them juicy facts, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And sorry I'm mobile for the moment, but it'll change soon. Hell yeah, it's all right, man. We we got you here. That's all that matters. And special guest. You know what, Scoobs? I'm going to give you the honor because she's a lovely lady. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you for the first time on the Gore More podcast as a co-host, as a guest co-host, the one, the only, the lovely, the smiling octopus herself, my beautiful girlfriend, Melody. Hi! I'm so honored to be here. Yeah, I forced myself in. Thank you. We're honored to have you. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank Hell you. Yeah. Thank you for joining on us. This is an awesome episode, too. Like, you, you picked a perfect one to go ahead. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> oh, man. And we are in the official 200s. If you guys checked out our episode last week, which I hope you did, and if you didn't do it live, you can still go back and check it out again. But we did our first official live stream. It was awesome. We had a great time with it. Uh, we hope all the people that joined in also had a fun time. It seemed like you did in the chat. It was blowing up pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then we had a nice little juicy discussion. Not super juicy, but you know. Enough juicy to make enough. a waterfall. Juicy enough. Juicy right. Enough. We all watched it together. We didn't really yeah. have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this week, we are doing, well, we're doing a saucy, Aussie uh, DKB pick, that is, yeah. from Mr. Brody Kane. 1990s Jacob Ladder, but first and foremost, before we even get into that, Scuba, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your Salah! Thank you, buddy, and those beautiful pipes. I'm going to hand it off to our guest host today. And Mel, if you want to start us off and then head counterclockwise. So how you been? What have you been? Oh my goodness. I've been been really good. So... I'm finally just a full-time bartender. <laughs> Work is going good. Um, what do you want me to go down the list? Or just what you, you did last me? week? What have you just what you did in the oh last God. week? What well, fun, baby, whatever the hell you want to like, talk about. Like 90% of the time, what did we do last week? We ate some food. I'm a human garbage disposal, so I eat a lot. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been dying for some pozole, but he will make it. Um, something about he doesn't know how, which is rude. I, I don't even know what that is, so I apologize. What is that? I've heard so, of it. So, pozole, pozole, okay, so there's there's this dish that I make called menudo. Okay, a lot of people don't like it. It's just the, the stomach lining of, of, you know, it's a soup. 
that you make with the stomach lining of a cow. Well, there's All a version right. called pozole that's made with pork instead of the tripe. Mm. Well, I've never made it before, and it's a Mexican dish, but it's not a Mexican dish that we ever grew up eating. There's certain regions. Okay. There's certain regions that eat it. I, we weren't one of the ones that grew up eating it, so she's been bugging me to make it for her. You too, and homie. You well, too yeah, good. yeah, but I don't. I've, I've sent him. I'm not a big fan of it. Like at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning while he's asleep. So when he wakes up, is the first thing he sees. So, and then he will not acknowledge it. Because that's not the thing you got to wake up to during stinker tanker time. Like you can't concentrate on that. Like he needs to. And then the next day, I'm like, so we're not going to talk about it. So you're not (laughs) going to. So I'm thinking I did something wrong. I'm like, what? What did I do wrong? Damn. Yeah. He I've did. been a good boy. That's, like, what's the I worst do? text to ever get? And so then I'm, I'm thinking like, fuck, what did, what did I do? So I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. Like, I don't know what I did. What did I do? Let me know. And she's like, you haven't made me my fucking pozole yet. Wait, and before like, oh. that, I was like, you didn't see the video? Okay, cool. Good to know. You didn't even see the video. That's All right, understood. I was real confused. No. <laughs> so, and then got defensive. No, I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna be my yeah. dinner way. <laughs> so pretty much, you've been keeping our boy in line. Is what it is. No, I just want my damn no. food. I've been promised. Yeah, don't. <laughs> wait, wait. You promised to make it? No, yes, he I did. Never, oh, okay. Look, yes, hold on. he did. He Time said, out. "I'll make Time it." Time out from your slice. I will cook you whatever you want. Oh, so cool. I never promised shit. Lies. <laughs> and did reverse psychology on me and said, "Oh well, you don't have to make it. This guy at work's gonna make it." And I, in said, other words, that means you have to make it. No, the fuck. That's that's, not. that's 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 right. that's all I said. You have to make. That's it. all Mind I said. You, it's, it's an old ass guy at work that makes all kinds of foods for everybody. Like, it's- yo, man, <laughs> old man food sometimes is the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she anyway, says that's been my week. Oh <laughs> yeah, Chad, Daddy, how you been, yo, buddy? I uh, I wish I could say I've been doing well, but I haven't been. You know, as far as my health, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week on the show or not. I don't remember if we did the slice life. I think we did it real quick, but uh, I went through a physical for a job and turns out I have really high blood pressure. So I went back the next day, which would have been Tuesday. What didn't get any better. So now I have to go to a family doctor tomorrow to get that looked at and probably get put on blood pressure medicine. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Oh, no shit. I'm yeah. So sorry. Yeah. So it's, it's really bad. Thanks. But yeah. Yeah. And then my computer did, today decided to shit the bed. So I'm sitting here still trying to get it to working. Right. Um, that's why I'm on my phone. I had to do a complete system restore. Earlier, I thought I was going to have to completely wipe it out and start fresh, so I did download uh, the Windows 10 drivers and everything, but luckily, I did find that I had a system restore point from about a month ago, so I restored that back, so now I'm just in a kind of a reboot mode right now, trying to get it to work properly. Um, It was working, but I couldn't hear you guys. I don't know what the hell was going on. I think it was a Firefox thing, so Chrome wasn't working. Um, You know, aside from that, you know, last week was... uh, the 60th anniversary of Amazing Fantasy 15, which was the very first appearance of Spider-Man. So I celebrated yeah. by watching Into the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse for the first time. Nice. How great. Oh, was first that? time. Pop that yeah, cherry. It was, it was it was one of those ones that I just, you know, it's kind of hard to sit down for me to watch a, you know, a two hour cartoon movie. Not me, like dude. That. I'm all about that shit. <laughs> it was so good. I do not care. So I, kept, I, will... I think a part of it was I kept putting it off because I was going to watch it with the wife. And, you know, she was gone for the day. I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to just sit down, break down and watch it. And it was pretty good, you know. You just don't tell the wife that you watched it. 
Bro, so <laughs> she now can watch that it, you man. actually watched it, and not that you ever done like any drugs or anything, could you imagine watching that shit on like shrooms or something? Like, holy <laughs> fuck! Yeah, especially with the way the animation style was. Oh my god, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what else did I do? Um, I'm glad you oh, got to enjoy I, that, dude. Yeah, thank you. And I started playing that game, uh, Death Stranding, a few nights ago. Oh, um, I mean the one I was talking about in the chat. Burger? That, dude, that is fucking boring. That is one of those. Was that? What's it about? I have not heard of it. You basically, it's it's set off in the far off future, and you're a courier. You just deliver packages. That's pretty much all you do the whole game. But your iron is all these survived off of a baby. Yeah. So you're living Fry's nightmare from Futurama, basically being a Mm -hmm. fucking delivery boy. (laughs) My buddy who really loved it, I remember him telling. He's like, once you get a solid like three and a half hours in, it really works the way up. And I'm like, homie, no, it doesn't. I am not putting that much time into anything before it opens up. If it doesn't get me in the first like ten to fifteen minutes, I'm out. Yeah, like I don't even talk. (laughs) I'm just run. You have to run away from these frigging ghost things. And I'm like, give me a gun. I want to shoot something, something, anything. Throw the baby. But yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> but yeah, nothing happened. So I quit that game and I started playing Ghosts of Tsushima instead. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's a fantastic game. Oh, I'm loving that. Way better game. So that's more definitely more my speed. What kind of and game is that? Uh, Samurai's Samurai. open world Samurai's, and it's fantastic. Yes, it is. No PlayStation exclusive. Real quick before we keep going, yes. I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat right now. Hell yeah. Yes, what's hello, up, everybody. Up, everybody. Hello. To the wifey, to Right Meow Fool. Dude, Right Meow, you should definitely check it out. It is a, obviously, yeah. With us yeah. if you want to hear about it. If you don't, you understand. Yeah, because we're going to give hella spoilers in here. So. Oh, oh, yeah. But it doesn't take away on. from the movie. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to Chad Daddy. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think you know. Aside from that, you know, didn't do much. I got a bunch of freaking sawdust in the other day. My eye the other day from uh, cutting a bunch of lumber for my front porch banister mm-hmm. and porch rail. So you know, my eye's been really itchy and irritated. So you know, I think that's enough about me, Bobby. About you, brother. Hi, that's me. Hi. <laughs> uh, my week was good. Uh, for, well. It was good, and then, well, I'm not going to say it was bad. So Friday night, me and my girlfriend went out with a couple of friends of ours, or a couple of friends of mine that she had to meet still. And Saturday, I my car hasn't had AC for three months, and yeah. I tried I tried to ride out summer, you know. Turns out, I was like, okay, it's too much. So I dropped it off. It needed, I, and I figured I, you know, I get it back the same day. But they didn't have the parts, so it had to wait. I had to get a compressor, and they're gonna put a water pump in it as well. So I waited. So I still don't have the car. There was another issue with parts today, so I get it back tomorrow. So I really haven't done much. I've been home all weekend cleaning uh, my layer as I sit in now with all my horror <laughs> shit, and yeah. just basic. And then my my girlfriend came back to hang out with me saturday night into sunday so we just hung out that was that was it i really didn't do much because well i can't fucking go anywhere i didn't even work today because i didn't have a car so but i did i I mean i have a bicycle you You did buy that new bike so you chose not to go anywhere (laughs) well it was more like everywhere i wanted to go was always 20 minutes away you're fine uh, I think on, I think it's all on route one. Something get caught in the chain. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, I, I gotta worry about that. You know, Bobby's got a massive <laughs> cock, so you know he can't risk it getting caught in the fucking chain. I, well, I love how he doesn't sugarcoat it. That's fantastic. Not at all. I don't. Not at well, all. Well, I did, but I I took my bike to the gym, but everywhere I well, actually, everywhere I have to go is by the time I bike there, I'm like an hour and a half in a ride. I'm like, yeah, that's not worth it. I'll just wait till I get the fucking car back. So, but that was it. So I still worked out and you still made it bike. work. So it was good. I'm not paying no damn bus. I'm spending <laughs> enough money, god damn it. Everybody, everybody's like, why don't you Uber? I'm like, I'm not paying $40 just to go, come back, and I just made yeah, it. That's the, the thing. That's the thing, though. The will's not there, so it's okay. <laughs> not, to spend, not, not to spend that money, no. I'm with Bob, so dude. I'm like, I can't My ass would walk or fucking... That's I, I I I did go for... I actually went for a walk, and I did a bike ride, so it's not like I didn't That's do anything. That's good. Hey, fucking get that shit in. Yeah. Fuck but, technology. There you go. <laughs> has it been humid as fuck in your area, by the way, in the last couple of days? Bro, I sweat when I step on the step. Yeah. I, not that That's we can, how play, fucking humid can complain in front of Steve and Mel because they're just they're dealing with Texas. Oh, they get fucking heat year round. I don't give a shit about them. We get humidity <laughs> this time. They get heat. They get heat. Not humidity. They get uh, heat. Bobby, oh, they we live humidity. on the coast. We they get, get heat. We're at like ninety percent humidity, bro. Yeah. They still get sucks. the humidity, buddy. I don't nah. That would die. I would die. I, I could not die. die. I, I, I would all black today. It sucked ass. That's half of my wardrobe, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that's literally is all of mine, pretty much. <laughs> but like, uh, all right, sorry, Bob. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. So I, I had a nice little low key weekend with the lady, and you know, just doing shit around here that now I'm caught up. I don't have to worry about for like the next month. So two. Wait, wait. This way. No, this way. This way to Lord Scuba. Even though we heard that you got food issues down below, I got to hear about you. Uh, right. Yeah. Apparently, you got to be getting on these menus or these, uh, yeah, these recipes and shit. Recipes but yeah. So, like, it wasn't said, my work. I don't know what he's talking about. Eh, whatever. I mean, what? <laughs> like I now said, it's recorded, uh, though. It's permanent. You can just yeah, pull the shit yeah. back. <laughs> but like Mel said, we just we hung out together all week. Um, I did, uh, I had to bury two family members, uh, within the last week. So, my older cousin had passed away and his funeral was last, um, uh, was last week and then on friday uh we had a funeral for my 33 year old cousin that passed away unexpectedly um so we were just you know dealing with family stuff and dealing with with the emotions of that you know my older cousin was expected he was a lot older he was you know already in his late 60s and he had health issues and stuff but this my younger cousin was just kind of like it was a shock so um just condolences, really chilling, man. Yeah. Just chilling. I, I get to hang out with with Mel and you know play some. I started streaming on my Twitch again. Played, yeah, played that a boy. Because I hadn't, I hadn't really streamed on there in a while, other than the podcast. And I was like, you know what, I need to throw some games in there. So I jumped back on, did uh, the quarry, uh, trying to finish that game up. Um, what else? How, did wait, I how, do? Wait, how how is, how is that game? It's like playing a movie. Uh, nice. There's not, there's Too not much a movie? lot. Like I, I like it. There's not a lot of action in it. You don't mm. run at all in the game. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, but the story's amazing. You get lost in the story, and you only have three lives. So say you finish a chapter and one of your characters died, it'll prompt you, do you want to use a life to replay it and try to save that character? Well, I have no motherfucking lives left, and the main character just fucking died. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm nowhere near the game to, to the end of the game that I, that I know of. 
Um, so I don't know how it's going to fucking play out, but I have no lives left. I can't save anybody. It's a permanent, permanent thing. And it also has that. like multiple endings, I believe. Yes. Right? It ha- Obviously, yeah. like depending on who yeah. and survives. And, and, all and so far I had kept everybody alive um, because I went. Well, what the fuck happened, life. dude? Like, well, where did you I drop fucking... the fucking? <laughs> yeah, so, there's so, scene, really, man. so there's a scene where, you know, there, where it prompted me to, to shine this light on the beast that you're hunting. Ooh. And I forgot to pull the trigger because my shit froze. So once it started playing again. It fucking bashed my fucking face in with the shotgun. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, wow. And so I tried to back out to see if it didn't say it's fucking saved it. So I'm fucked. So when that happens. Yeah, it was bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, How long have you been playing the game for? Seven months, eight months? uh, Trying to finish it? Eight months? No, not that long. I mean, I, well, I mean, I, when I was on it, I got pretty far pretty fast and then I just kind of stopped. So for the last three months, I really haven't done anything with it. So. The joke went. It's over summertime, your head. man. Shut up! No, I know what you were doing. I'm just trying to keep my my slice of life to myself, Dordanay. So shut your mouth. <laughs> just kidding. I love you. Um, so not my fault. You suck at the game. Whatever. And then I took her kids to the oh, movies. We uh, we had our first bro date all together. Me and her twins. We went to go watch the League of Super Pets. Oh, I also saw that shit, dude. I loved it. Did you it see the end right. credit scene? Did you see the end credit scene? I feel like I want to say yes, but I'm probably blanking at the moment. If you remind me later, I'm sure I remember. But there's three characters played by one character. The so the Rock plays Crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Rock also voiced two other characters in the end credit scene. Oh, maybe I didn't see that. Maybe I was okay. cleaning shit up. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'm sure I can find it on YouTube. Yeah, so that was it. And then uh, what I do yesterday? Oh, I went to go hang out with my grandma for a little bit, and then no did all my laundry yesterday. We watched this movie, and uh, I know right meow said feed her, uh, feed Mel breakfast in bed. She was fed caramel apples in bed Ooh. yesterday. I was. While she was great. completely covered under the blanket, didn't have to pull her hands out nothing. She had never had caramel apples with caramel before. That shit was crazy. Uh, wait, 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 wait. With peanuts really? on it or no peanuts? No peanuts. It was just apple slices, and we were just dipping it in the caramel. Oh, it wasn't like an actual mm-hmm. like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Were you wearing a toga? I uh, I was not, but I thought that, I got to do it with a toga. I looked over. Great. I looked over at her and I said, "You're enjoying this, aren't you?" And she's like, "Yes, yes, I am." And I said. <laughs> Well, you are my Persian goddess, so I might as well treat you as such. Yeah, great. Oh, to be fair, who wouldn't enjoy that? Well, to be fair. Uh, I mean, if Steve was feeding you fucking caramel apples, that'd be delicious. Mm-hmm. I got you next time. I got you next yeah! time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> All right, there we go. Beautiful. But that's enough for me. We watched the movie. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. And now we're on to Big Johnny. What do you All right, have? I'm going to keep this short, sweet, because we're at 20 minutes, and we want to start talking about this movie because it's delish. So, yes, Swen saw League of Super Pets. Uh, it was a fun movie. DC characters are very wonky in it, but I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. Uh, Keanu Reeves' Batman is two thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> I like that they ripped on Batman the whole time. Like, oh, yeah, the whole it, time. It was yeah, so good. It was, it was fantastic. Kevin Hart as Bruce was awesome. Now, for anybody that actually knows anything about any of the pets throughout the DC stuff, this is a way different interpretation of it. So you need to go in just straight up like, boop, open. Just My favorite no, part. Clean slate, like. My favorite part was when Lois was calling the just or when she was calling the the Justice League, 
and it was like for Earth One, press one. Yes. For Earth and it's Two, like- press two. So it's like, okay, cool. This could be any universe. This isn't the main DC timeline or anything, you know. So the I love that dude was the that fucking corgi man. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was fantastic. Uh, I did some card work this weekend with my brother-in-law, which was nice. Dude's got a lift in his thing, and it, man, I'm over. I'm getting closer to forty. I'm done with being under the car under like Harbor Freight jack stands, dude. I just, I'm the driveway. <laughs> I don't want to do that shit no more. I'm good. If I got a motherfucker, they get, I get all three motherfuckers with it. Like two of them are within like three miles. One's actually like fifty feet across the road, and they all got lifts. I don't know how this worked out, but I'm like, fantastic. So <laughs> oh, put new struts wonderful. in the car, got all that shit. Yesterday was hot as balls, so we didn't really go outside. So I did. I worked on cosplays all after or all fucking weekend actually. So I finished up mine for Monster Mania, which was Leatherface, which obviously you guys saw. For anybody that cares to see, I posted, or it's also on 13GL, um, 13GL's Lane, if you don't know what that is. Did that, and I also worked on the wife's cosplay, to which she is going to be the victim from Devil's Rejects. So, Oh, got nice. To, yeah, which was cool, because usually she wants to do it herself, but she was just like, no, I really know you like enjoy doing this, and blah, blah, blah. So I dirtied up her mask, made it look actually a little bit more like not right out of a store i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. cleaned up the blood made it glossier all that's the good stuff um just made it dirty they did the shirt and then she's just gonna wear a pair of my like spandex boxers underneath just to, like so the no pants look obviously yeah but yeah man i'm excited for it. it's her first big like horror con and mine for this one so new jersey didn't really new jersey horror con didn't count <laughs> uh <laughs> That was a little one. You you will enjoy this. I will. You and will. I hope to, except for the sweaty part. That's going to oh, not be yeah, fun, okay. but that's yeah. right. it's, it's all part of it. But no, man. And then I got to watch this movie, which I haven't watched in between, I don't know, at least 15 solid years. And I am so ready to fucking talk about it right now. <clears throat> and well, Scooby, you want to take it away? I got you. So today we are talking about 1990s Jacob's Ladder, released November 2nd. After returning home from the Vietnam War, veteran Jacob Singer struggles to maintain his sanity. Plagued by hallucinations and flashbacks, Singer rapidly falls apart as the world and people around him morph and twist into disturbing images. His girlfriend, Jesse, and ex-wife, Sarah, try to help, but to little avail. Even Singer's chiropractor friend, Lewis, falls to reach him, fails to reach him as he descends into madness. Directed by Adrian Lynn, Nine and a Half Weeks, Fatal Attraction. Written by Bruce Joel Rubin, Deadly Friend, Ghost. Produced by Alan Marshall, Starship Troopers, Hollow Man. Oh, Mario nice. Kassar, Total Recall, and Stargate. Bobby. Oh, excellent movies, dude. Yes, yes. Yes. Tim Robbins, Howard the Duck, The Shawshank Redemption, as Jacob, Professor Singer, Vietnam Vet. Elizabeth Pena, La Bamba, Batteries Not Included, as Jezebel Jezzy Pimpkin, Pinkin, called her a pimp for a second. Pimp. Uh, <laughs> girlfriend. Danny Aiello, The Stuff, Hudson Hawk, as Louis Louis DiNardo, Chiropractor. Matt Craven, Meatballs. Great movie. Happy birthday to me as Michael Newman, the chemist. Pruitt Taylor Vince, Constant Constantine JFK as Paul. What did you just say, Bobby? 
Constantine. What did you just say? Constantine. Oh, Constantine. Constantine. Chad, if Chad wasn't frozen right now, he'd be giving you so much shit. Oh, oh sorry. Is that better? Every there time. Every okay, time. I didn't realize it, it froze whenever I fuck. I can hear you guys, but I guess it freezes whenever I'm looking at the show notes. Oh, okay. That's gay. I'm sorry. May I, <laughs> may, may I continue? Yeah, continue. Yes, you may. Sorry, sir. Constantine. JFK. Thank you. As Paul Gruniger, fellow vet. Jason Alexander, Seinfeld, Shallow How, as Mr. Geary, the lawyer. Patricia Columber, Cat's Eye, Signs, as Sarah, the ex-wife. You guys got to help me with this one. Eric. Erg. Eric. Is it Eric? Eric. Eric. I see. Eric. Really? Yeah. Okay. Eric. Lasa- Eric Lasali. Coming to America. ER as Frank. Vine Rams. Dawn of the Dead. I now pronounce it. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Bobby. What? what? Bing. 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 Bing Rams. Bing Rams, bro. Yo, yo, Bro. what's up with tonight? Every time I do this, it's never an issue till tonight. So what's up with this? Before I continue, let it out now, because I do this all the fucking time. I know, but it's like... No, 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 no. Bing Rames? Bing oh. Rames, bro. Come on. He is like one... I fucking love you, Bobby. Uh, I'm I do. I cannot my, I wait to hug my this role man next by week. Friday. I'm changing my role next week. <laughs> no, you're I not. This is why we put you in. Yeah, this that's role. why we no, put you no, with no, names. No, this no. is why you're the name guy. Brian Tartina, Uncle there? Buck, and Summer of Sam as Doug. There, I'm done. <laughs> Tired of this criticisms. Oh shit. Oh goddamn. Oh. I think you're doing great. Oh, fantastic. Now, Chad, Daddy, are you going to be? Can you read these, or is it going to freeze you? No, somebody wants to take that because I can't. You got the show notes, Mel? I do, I do. Uh, where it says Chad? Where where it says Chad? Chad with a down arrow. Chad with a down arrow. I do, I do. Music by Maurice Jarre. Is this French or what? I think it's Jarre. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Ghost. Cinegraphics by Jeffrey L. Kimball. Top Gun, Beverly Hill Cop 2. Edited by Tom Rolfe. The Great Outdoors and War Games, Fantastic. Effects Makeup Artist by Brian Ripley, Ooh, Beverly, Beverly Hills, Cops 3, The Mask. Ooh, the Mask was great. I've seen mm-hmm. that one. Um, let's see. Distributed by TriStar Pictures, runtime 113 minutes. Let's see. MPAA, rated R, budget is $25 million. That's impressive. But only grossed 26 mil. Yeah, it wasn't very profitable, unfortunately. Well, oh, I didn't go down. Look at that. There's more. Yes. Uh, here's the thing: when you introduce an entire culture to tentacle porn, it, it that's kind what I said. of throws off the vibe a little bit. Steve, I'm sorry, I was going there. No, that's I know. What I, I know. said. Bruh, that that's exactly what I said. What she Bruh, said. I said we're but watching I, hentai, aren't we? This is yeah, but I think weird. at the same time, this is what had to come out because remember the '80s was nowhere near like this, so it had to get weird. Well, yeah, and it was weird, man. It was, it was. so fucking weird. I mean, and I kind of ca- I had never seen this movie before. Neither, never yeah, neither seen have it. I. And awesome. I kind of called it from the get go. I was like, okay, maybe he's like in purgatory or something. Maybe. But then I'm right, like, well, right, I don't know. Maybe he's just going through PTSD, which... and it's just a mental thing for him. But once that tentacle porn scene, I was like, yeah, no, this dude's in hell, or he's in purgatory, <laughs> or some shit. Like something is not right. So it wasn't the duty tale on the subway. No. Just giving it away. Well, for that 
th- I mean, yeah, but that still could have been like oh PTSD hallucination or something. That's fair. You know what That's I mean? Fair. Um, but yeah, but once it once it was that scene, I'm like, okay, something's up. Something is up. And then you know the demeanor of his girlfriend kind of changed after that. She got kind of no, cunty. She got very cunty. Yes. If you're stuck in like, the hospital and leaving, or what was it? If you're going mad, I'm leaving. Yeah, like wow, like way to stick uh, by your dude. <laughs> going through some shit. Me. I thought the same thing as uh, Scoob. Like once, once I got to that scene where he, she's literally dancing with the monster, but I thought it's either a he's dead, or b he's not dead yet, but he's going to come back to life, or he is. So I was, I was on the fence of it's going one way or the other. I'm just not sure which way. It, was it wasn't going. the hand reading, the palm reading. That was the part for me. Oh, she gave away reading. the whole. She gave away the whole yeah, movie. She's like, right you're there. already dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, oh, like, oh okay. he's dead. Okay, cool. Now we know. <laughs> they literally, yeah. She looks at the camera, pretty much breaks fourth wall. Like, yeah, you're dead. See, and what, <laughs> but, but what I attributed that to is maybe when he got stabbed, he did die, but they brought him back. You know, yeah. so that's why that's what I that's where my brain went with mm-hmm. that. I was. I, I was know on the nothing same of palm reading or anything, so I don't know how that would p- potentially work. Yes. I guess so. But bros strange. and lady, let me tell you, it has been forever since I've watched a movie that gave me legit nightmares, and this movie gave me nightmares. I really? legit. I I had vivid dreams that made me question if I was fucking dead or not. Like I woke up and I was like, I'm fucking dead. This is my purgatory. What the fuck so is going on? So you had one of those weird existential crisis where like Kyle did in South Park, where, where yes. he essentially like disappeared <laughs> because he just questioned reality too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all day to day, all day to day. We I'm are like, nothing and everything. And I'm like, fuck, like if I'm dead, like I just need to fucking come to terms with it and fucking just move on because fuck, or what if I die like right now? And I'm not ready to go. Like, how am I going to let go of everything just to fucking just move on? And I do like I was mind fucked by this. This movie mind fucked me, bro. And it was such a good fucking movie. Like, yes, I, I don't I don't even have anything bad at all to say about this movie at all. So. All right. So the fact that you said like how it like tweaked you guys, I want to I feel like I should mention or we should all mention that. This is probably one of our first like real like psychological horror movies that we've ever yes. first yeah. done. Um, and I, once again, I shout out to the. Oh, sorry, Bob. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was sorry. just gonna say once again, shout out to the saucy Aussie for throwing this on his list, man. Because I, it was the one. As soon as I saw he put it on there, that was the one I was gunning for. Whenever we were gonna watch it, yeah. Um, it's such a trippy movie, and some people might say it's not horror. I. Could I would beg the differ. I would say it's definitely on like it's psychological horror. It's fucks yeah. with your head. And yeah. obviously the fact that you're throwing in weird like demon play and like chopped up bodies and crazy like psychiatric wards and shit. You know what I mean? Like it is a full on it's full on horror. Those bald motherfuckers could have easily been fucking Cenobites. Like yes, they could have. Oh yeah. Dude, this shit Especially was with all, yeah, all the crazy the head shaking and shit. Yeah. With the yeah. doctor with no eyes, like like the- <laughs> So I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw the the chemist run jump out and he say, "Hey, look out!" when the car was coming down, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Totally thought and was hoping it was Daniel Stern because I haven't watched it in so long. <laughs> it kind of looked like Daniel Stern. No, he had away. the fucking hair, yeah. dude. Too. Yeah, 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 and it was the glasses which he's rocked in movies before. So, like, but it wasn't. And, but that dude was still awesome. You know, there's a lot of psychological horror, but I think this one is probably the one that probably hits home the most. And because it's a it's solid a, it, movie. Because That's it also gi- it gives you like, yeah, she might have given him that palm reading, 
But remember, if you're a person of PTSD, mm-hmm. you hit shit sometimes differently, no matter what mm-hmm. anybody says. So for him, this is a PTSD trip until it's the end of the movie, which yeah. also is not a very, it is and it isn't morbid ending. Mm-hmm. It, it is because, oh, he is dead. But at the same time, it's like his closure is good. Like Yeah, you know, and that's what makes the ending so good is that while his body is gone, you know that his spirit is at rest. He came to terms with everything that he was struggling with while he was alive, especially the loss of his kid. You know, that's what was keeping him in this, you know, purgatory place was the loss of his kid. And when he was able to finally just be like, okay, his salvation was in the form of his kid and being able to finally be with his kid. Now, question. Was it more of like an actual like maybe his soul moving on or was it literally just all in the head and once his brain finally accepted the death he was able you know what i mean like it depends I, it depends on how you want to look at it i okay, look at yeah. it the spiritual way that's fine it's, it's, i look yeah, at it very- as i look at it as the drug trip way the dude's got fucking hit with some crazy hallucinogenics yep not to mention anybody that knows you when you're dying your brain even when you're sleeping but your brain produces dmt which mm-hmm. is Dude, that shit's gonna take you to the other fucking worlds. So, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I feel like it was kind of both. Personally, I feel like the drugs made it so hard for like. That's why he had an entire life, which in probably literally, like, if you think about it, could have been in only like ten fucking minutes of him dying on that table. But we got a two-hour movie of his entire mm-hmm. life. Like, what happened? You know, I mean, I guess it's all interpreted. Yeah, no, I yeah, I really do think that he thought he was alive because when he said, "No, I'm alive," and that was. You know, he was stuck on that. And when he went back to the one place that he never wanted to go back to, which was home, is when it all came down to him being at peace and finally going Absolutely. upstairs. I think that's where it also goes with what Johnny just said. Like, it's both. The first part of the movie is it's like that psychological, this is in your head. Mm-hmm. The moment he's towards the end where it's, I want to go home. That's the spirit, I think, where it kicks in like, okay, he just wants to get the hell out of here. This isn't a psychological shit anymore. I'm ready to be done. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think, too, even during, you know, while the whole psychological thing was going on, like when he's getting adjusted by his chiropractor and he's like, oh, you look like an angel in this light. Mm-hmm. Was he an angel? Was he's he a guardian angel. angel. That, you know what see, I mean? I always took as he's a I guardian so. angel because, and I only say this, yo, you tell me where I can sign up to get a chiropractor like Louie. So when Yo. I'm in some shit ass hospital, Louie comes in and rages and rescues fucking me. shit. Yep. And he's like, get the yep. fuck. Yeah. And then goes, cracks my back. And he's like, Yo, you're good. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. But why is it like, that it was his chiropractor that was his savior and not his wife? Because it I wasn't wonder, because the Louie was his guardian angel. Louie was an angel. Yeah, I took it yeah. as he was a good spirit that was trying to help him see. That where hey, he needed to go. Exactly. Trying mm-hmm. to lead him down. And I feel like Jezebel was the opposite. Correct. She was a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. She was a demon. She almost felt, because she, this is one thing that the wife and I talked about. At one point, maybe for you guys and not, she almost felt like she could have been an army plant. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep him under control. Um, she, was, she was legit a demon. In the deleted scenes, there's a scene right at the end, right before oh, he really? goes up the staircase. Yeah, she comes out, she like grips her face off. There's a demon underneath. There was a lot of deleted scenes that were cut. Yeah, that in the behind the scenes. Yes. I mean, that totally explains the whole technical part. I mean, yeah, you got the little like black okay. eyes, but the. Hang on, guys. 
Chad Daddy will be refreshing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chad Daddy will be back. Dude, I mean, this movie is, like I said, I said earlier, it's a solid movie in ge- like horror movie. Yeah. Fantastic. But even yes. just as a solid movie, man, like the acting is fantastic. Everybody, like, there's nothing hammed in. Um, and you get to it. see, but you get to see too, because I mean, I, I, not because of war did I suffer from PTSD, but because I saw somebody fucking murdered in front of me. But it was never to that extent. But we don't know what war veterans actually go through with their no. PTSD and the mental shit that, so it's very much a mental movie as well. Oh, 100%. you know, because we don't know the horrors that they see in their head from day to day that they have to fight off, you know? And, and it just, it just, like I said, man, this movie just stuck with me so much. It just, it unsettled me and I'm still just talking about it now. I still feel like just weird in my tummy right now, but it, I, but I love that I got that fucking feeling. Like I have not felt like this about a movie in forever. And it's just, it was just a damn great pick. So thank you, Brody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Brody. Thank you for so, this. Yes. Okay. So I've seen this before, but Mel, you Scuba and Bobby, you haven't seen it. This was mm-hmm. all your first guys watch. Yeah. Oh, nice. Chat and Chad, yeah. Eddie, you've obviously seen it before, correct? Yes. This happened first premiered on Showtime back when I was, I don't know, twelve. Wait. Uh, I mean, this no, was, was about 90, fourteen or fifteen so. when I saw it. Yeah, ninety. So I've been fourteen or fifteen, and it was funny because we didn't actually subscribe to Showtime. So what I did was, uh, I would run the, the cable ran in through the vcr into the tv and the tracking knob for tracking vhs mm-hmm. also worked as a tuner yeah what up yeah <laughs> yeah buddy so yeah that's, that's going throwback and, and that's how i know about all the deleted scenes because there was also this great uh behind the scenes documentary that showtime would air that showed these deleted scenes like there's oh, there's this whole there's this whole, there's this whole there's this whole um Continue. I'll be right back. All right. But yeah, there's this whole little uh, storyline that they deleted where um, I think it was the chemist developed uh, what he said was a cure for the uh, hallucinogen that he was taking. And so it stops the hallucinations for a while, but then they come back even worse. Oh, shit. Which this was based off of like a real fucking hallucinogen that they used. mm -hmm. So here's my thing with uh, maybe you don't know, but like what hallucination like where would it take him would he go back home or would he go back to jezebel i think it would take him back to jezebel because these hallucinations the more that he didn't I mean, obviously know it's, that even if it was hallucinations that more right it's still, up probably be all, it's still probably be all in his head regardless yeah huh and you know for yeah. a moment there when he was back with his wife i questioned holy shit was mm-hmm. all that just a dream? Mm-hmm. Was was that the hallucinogen? Like, is this the movie now? Like, is it like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. This and movie then, was not predictable at all. Just when I was getting comfortable with that, boom, he's back. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Which was a fantastic scene, dude. Because mm-hmm. just sitting there watching him cracked out in the tub with that one little tear just falling. Yeah. Dude, you feel so fucking terrible for this dude because you're just like oh my god like he just wants to die like yeah. he doesn't but he does you know what i mean because it's just in that moment he's sanity yes. yeah dude you you he he was snapped in that moment and it was like perfectly shot mm-hmm. um 
So if she was a demon, does that mean everybody in the apartment complex was like demons and stuff that was trying to help them, like burden with the ice and stuff, maybe? I don't think it went into specifics as far as that, but I guess it okay, could be okay. argued they could be demons or they could be angels. It's hard to say because they were trying to help him, but were they trying to help him or were they trying to hurt him with that? I well, know. according to Louie, demon was it? What did he say? What was the line? It was like um, demon, they only look like demons when if you, you if you're hanging on, right? To but something, if you let go, if you're letting it angels. go, and you appreciate what basically what it is, they're not. They could be angels. Hmm. Although I, I always well, when it came to that point where he was, all the doctors were around him, and you saw her at that moment. I'm like, mm, yeah, you're you're not here to help them. So that scene was fantastic. But Mel goes, so why not call 911? You know what I mean? Like that. And she's like, <sighs> I, think that's I, don't, whole, I don't like, remember 1990 that well to where, like, I don't think 911 was necessarily was, everywhere. No, we Googled okay. it. We Googled oh, it. Okay, here's the, here's the mm-hmm. thing, though. It's very ambiguous as to what time period this takes place in. It 75. It takes 75. Place. It's 75. Did it say that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And 911 oh. came out in what was it 68 that we looked? Yeah, 68. Well, how okay, was it in the coverage of it? Was though? it in New York City? Yes. Because sometimes yeah, you had to call a different number depending on where you were. Because it started in main cities, but it didn't get to like rural areas till like later on. But yeah, because Mel asked me that question, I was like, I don't know, maybe 911 wasn't a thing yet. And so like I was like Google actively Googling while we're watching the movie. I'm not gonna and lie, I was like, dude, hmm. like my cowpoke little city, dude. I'm pretty sure we didn't get 911 until the 90s. <laughs> but Fun. yeah this takes place because 75 vietnam was done this is vietnam so imagine what he saw it was four then. years it was four years uh, after yeah this is all done can i also just read and this is super like super super random but tim Rock, this motherfucker is a tall motherfucker dude yes he is when he's in that party yeah. scene he is literally ahead above everybody else in that yes <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and his girlfriend's the tiniest little thing dude i was just like i don't know it was impressive. But, I didn't know he was but what was the what what was it we were saying in the chat? It was a first. It was a first. What did we get? It was a first. Latina, oh, Latina boobies. Latina boobies. Yeah, yeah buddy. Um, nineties ones too. Nineties Latina yeah. titties. Cute nineties ones. All right. So I feel like we've discussed a bunch, and we could still discuss a little bit more. But I think we should hear from the man himself who gave us this pick. And I'm going to throw it up here real quick. But I just got to say. Brody and I kind of slipped on this one, and we, him and I never actually talked about it. So this was a last-minute vid he sent in, but fuck it. Here we go. This is the shit show. Welcome. Let's here. see it. <laughs> well, howdy fucking duty there, folks. It is all your DKB here back for another episode of Goremore, and this week I'm here to talk to you about Jacob's Ladder. Now, Jacob's Ladder, the very first time I saw this film, I was really captivated by it. Um, it really stuck with me, the imagery. The cinematography was absolutely phenomenal in this film. I mean, each frame, each shot really knows how to capture the mood of the tone and theme throughout this film. Um, and it really sticks with you. It's quite disturbing. Um, and then the more that I'd watched it and the more that I got older and started to um, actually, you know, think a l- little bit more about the subject matter and dark tones and themes of the, the film itself, um, I was quite impressed throughout the storytelling. Now, the story itself deals with a lot of subject matters that is quite, yeah, haunting. It's it's filled with grief, loss, depression, and just psychological horror, which is psychological horror is my favorite subgenre of the horror genre, uh, which I basically say every fucking time. But anyway, um, but yeah, the character development throughout this entire film, I mean, you have Tim Robbins leading a great 
fucking cast of people. But Tim Robbins really, he has a lot to carry throughout this film. I mean, he's in the war, he's in present day, and then he's, yeah, you know, you've seen the movie. I won't go too much into it spoiling. But he really has to deal with these fucking dark subject matters throughout the uh, the human emotion. He really knows how to showcase that presence on screen, uh, especially when he's, you know, dealing with these creatures and dealing with life and loss. And then we finally get this backstory of his little boy that passed away and it just adds that gut punch to it even more. And, oh, it's just, it's such a depressing film that it's just laid and laid and laid and it doesn't really give you time to breathe. Um, but like I said, it's, the, the, the story is actually really paced well with a lot going on. It gives you that time to, you know, tell a great and fantastic story. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, I just, fuck, I love this film so much. It's just a film that every time that I watch it, I can find something new with it. Every time I watch it, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I didn't pick up on that before. Holy shit there, whether it is the acting, the cinematography, um, anything. Um, yeah, I I really can't praise this film enough. I could go on all day really trying to talk about it, but um yeah, just my quick little review for you today. Um Jacob's Ladder, I'm gonna give it a this might sound biased, I don't give a fuck, but I'm gonna give it a four point seven. Really means something to me, this film. Um yeah, it, it it is such a fucking emotional ride. By the end of the film, you just you feel so happy for the character, and but it's a morbid morbid presence that surrounds him in that time, and you just yeah, it, it is it's a fantastic fucking film. Go out and watch it. Um, yeah, one of the best. All right, this is your DKB signing out, and I'll catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers. Pretty much cheers, spot, cheers. On. spot on. That yeah. was great. What he says doesn't let you doesn't let you breathe. Yeah, that yeah. Saucy Aussie, thank you once again, not only for the pick, but that awesome review. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know why I was gunning. I figured he would have gave it a 4.6 and he hit me with 4.7, but I was almost I was close. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll see where we all end up by the end of this uh episode. So just to recap on what Brody said, awesome cinematography. I I mean, we didn't really touch on that personally with us, and we can still can. I know one shot in particular I liked is when uh, his buddy got his car bomb went off, like right oh, before yeah, that. Though, but you had like, you're like that was intense. But you had yeah, you had like that weird like inner the car, and then yeah, I don't the way it, like flipped around. It looked cool. Yeah. Well, was, the best like, best guy. part was when he got flown back again. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect and, that part. And the ra- I just love that the um, the physicist dude. Or the chemist, sorry. Yeah. He just randomly shows up, saves his ass, and then like mm-hmm. skedaddles out. He's like, <laughs> puts his hands in his pocket, but like quick runs. Like, what the fuck? It was also the way the guy in the car looked at him. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Just, like, like he knew. He, 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 knew. Like, he put his. But he, he said, he said, "I'm going to hell." Mm-hmm. He could not let go of his attachments, so he already accepted the fact that he He's wasn't going, going to go to the light. He was going mm-hmm. down. He knew where he was going. And that's mm-hmm. why when he looked at him and he had that smile, he knew it was going to fucking happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, yeah, it was like, that's it. Bye. All but right. why did he have his medals on towards the end? That's something I didn't understand that I was trying to connect to. He had his, um, he had all his sharpshooter rifle. His ribbons. He had all his ribbons on, which his was medals. weird. On um, his jacket. 
after Maybe finding it's... out that the army had essentially poisoned them and they started killing one another. I think maybe that's symbolic of the fact that he can't let go of that. He was in the army. That that could be why. And he also, he also was asked or even said that he wasn't even part of it. Like when George there called him out and said, you've never even been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But But speaking about the poison, Jennifer said, how did he know about the secret project with the hallucinogen? If he was dying the entire time. So how did did that get this way? I got this one. Okay, so you know how our mind always tries to figure out a solution or at least a cause, and we just need that, you know, Mm -hmm. we need to figure out a reason for what's going on. And I think essentially that's what it is. He he knew he got stabbed by his own people. He knew they essentially started killing one another. He just needed to get a connection, a solution, a why. This is is Army's fault, essentially. Figure out a blame. Okay. That, that would make actually that would make the most logical sense, but Hell then yeah. again, too, you got to remember also, maybe he, you know, because this entire time he's in the helicopter, he's dying, shit's happening around him. Maybe he's going in and out of consciousness, and he's hearing shit. And so, as he's mm-hmm. progressing, that's what's occurring is that he's actually hearing. <laughs> that looks fucking <laughs> great. That looks cool. Oh as my hell. god. Yeah, shake your head, Chad. Yeah, you're like the freaky dude that's just shaking his head. Like you got to shake your head really fast. (laughs) That's perfect. Thank you for pointing that out. That was so cool. All right, but yeah, so that's that's maybe that's how he he because maybe they were talking about it on the helicopter or something, and so that's how it got into his head because he's slipping Mm -hmm. in and out. That's a damn good possibility too. Yeah, I love all these points too. This is like such of just. And like Brody said, every time you watch it, you're probably going to just find new shit or think yeah. about new things in different ways. Dude, there's, there's, uh, this is like an onion. There's so many layers. They don't make movies like this anymore. Like no, this don't. was rare. When you, yeah. when you start a movie like this nowadays, you can figure out the ending, like that. Like that's the sad going to happen. A, B, C, and D. This was not one of those movies. And the fact that it's an old school movie and you still cannot figure out what's going on towards the end of the movie says a lot. This was impressive. That's this is when you literally had to use your mind to think we're in an age now where nobody wants to. They all mm-hmm. want it spoon fed to them. We already want to know exactly. what's going to this movie didn't it spoon fed you, but it gave you hints. Not mm-hmm. here's a spoonful of what's coming next. Here's yeah, but a yeah, good psychological yeah. horror should leave you fucking like questioning. Yeah, but they reality. don't make them like that no more. Yeah, they don't make and them the like that. No, I know. They're, they're middle of the end of the movie, between. they had A class actors coming in. That was that was but and, that coming. All, also on that subject of not making these movies anymore, the sad part is, is there's a lot of great movies out there that are around today. The problem is, is they get so shit on by many people. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, it's so terrible. I figured it out. It's like, is it terrible? Okay. Figure it out? okay I'll, I'll tell you one that I could add to that list as far as newer. Well, it's not really that new anymore, but the first saw would fall into this category. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. The other one's that no, wasn't my the fault. first one. Yes, it the was. The first one, yes. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't see the ending coming on that one. So I, knew, I, I knew. I, I was knew. Like, I don't know how I don't know what popped in my mind. I'm like, that's him. The, the dead guy. That's him. I've not seen it. Now I know it's the dead guy. Thanks. That, I mean, Dawes is probably 20 years old now, right? Yeah, uh, just yeah, what was it, talk, dude? Yeah. Think about Hawk, 2005. Uh, <laughs> it was either five or four. One, no, I think it was four. So, Nobody's seen the the remake of this, right? 
Yeah. I didn't even know there was there one. There is a remake? There is a remake. 2019? Yeah, I don't want to watch it though. I don't want to watch uh, it. It got horrible reviews. I want to check it out just because I want to see the difference. I don't think I want like. I want to. Yeah, like, is it a full like? Is it still v- like? Is it different wars? Is it a totally different story? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it has to do with Vietnam. I'm no. probably not in 2019. It's probably gonna have to do with like, 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 or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if it sticks with the war aspect, who the hell? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they might change that too. So who fucking knows? Hey, you know what? We know what remake we do need to see is we need to see the remake of Suspiria because it has to be better than the original. <laughs> that's not saying much i just had to yeah, throw that out i just don't anything no I, i'd rather watch amityville 3d again <laughs> no i think i'd rather no. watch well, I, don't fuck. I don't give a fuck i would rather watch amityville 3d again because at least i can shit on the movie the entire time and you know what amityville 3d is definitely the one where it's like yo if we were sitting all back and we did a watch along that would be a mystery science style. Yep. Like that yes. would just be that would be let's just rip this movie time. apart, please. That's fine. All right. Okay, I but would... if we did if we did that, we would have to have Brody on. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He, he would lead the whole us. thing. He would he lead would the not, whole thing. He would not watch that with us. Even <laughs> he's like, no, I'm out. No, he'll no, you know what he'll do? He'll be on the shitter while he's doing it. And every time there's something bad. <laughs> All right. All right. So is there anything more that we want to discuss? I mean, do like I, we talked about a lot. Brody hit a lot of shit too. I, I think there's too much, but yet we've covered a lot. Listen, here's the biggest thing: if you haven't seen it at this point and you're still Go. listening to us, I hate even saying this, but pause this shit. I know we're live right now, but if you're going to be listening to it later on audio, pause it and go watch it. Do yourself a favor. Chad Daddy, I think, said it was on Paramount Plus. Paramount so Plus. If you got yep. that, go watch that. If not, rent that shit on Amazon. It's only like three and, fucking bucks. Do yourself a favor. And any uh, DVD company that hears this, please, please release this with the deleted scene. Do they have a 4K at all of this? I yet? don't think so. No. no. That's no. So okay. blue, is the, blue is the highest it went so far. Yeah. So 4K, Blu ray again with deleted scenes, everything that it needs to be because, yeah, just not bloody the- disgusting. It uh, was it was released. Uh, uh, sh- the, the very last thing I have in my notes here it was uh, Showtime Network's movie channel in the U.S. broadcast a version with the director's cuts included in March of '93. So if you could track that down, you'd be set. So uh, just heads up, Brody's comments aren't coming through. He said he was yeah. commenting and nothing's coming through. What the hell? I'll, yeah, I'll it happened on it happened on the Recycled Corn podcast too. He was uh, it was coming through earlier. Yeah. yeah. Right around, yeah, seven twenty-seven. Um, what the hell? That's YouTube. weird. Jens are coming in on that. Uh, Brody's yeah, probably and banned on Facebook, right? Yeah, I probably. <laughs> Damn it, Brody! Go uh, to Twitch, Brody. Oh, he actually just sent me the deleted scene for. Yeah, he uh, sent it to me too. Yeah, I'll check that later. It's like um, nine minutes long. Right. <laughs> no, man. I mean, once again, this movie was fantastic. It's a complete mindfuck. It shot great act great we're gonna go all into this but before we do that let's spread them cheeks chad daddy and see what you got and i want to apologize uh there was a lot of stuff that i wanted to look up that i didn't have time to today because of my computer issues so you know it's gonna be it's not it's not like a really light light version but there's so much more in depth that i could have went that i really wanted to that i just didn't get a chance to so i apologize i apologize to you guys i apologize to brody because especially because his love of this movie you know it deserves a lot better than what we're going to be able to give it but we'll give it our best shot. 
Hell yeah. So all the special effects were filmed live with no post-production. Uh, for example, to achieve the famous shaking head effect, director Adrian Lin simply filmed the actor waving his head around and keeping his shoulders and the rest of his body completely still at four frames per second, resulting in an incredibly fast and deeply disturbing motion when played back at the normal frame rate of 24 frames per second. That's that's art right there. That's That's art. Hmm. You know, you know, it's art when you see it copied in like so much other, so many other things after this. Mm-hmm. And yet, right. you know how they did it in other things, probably is more CGI. Most likely, because I'm pretty so, sure I think I've seen. I almost want to say I, I feel like I saw a Hellraiser movie with something like that in it, like one of the later ones. What's that? Sorry again. I said I feel like I've seen this that effect used in one of the Hellraiser movies, like after. I just want to say like Hellseeker or something. Say, I've only seen up with you guys up to number three, so that's my bang for that one. <laughs> okay, mm. uh, continuing on. Uh, certain imagery was inspired by the photographs of Joel Peter Witkin. Most recognizably, the image of the hooded legless man shaking his head is inspired by Witkin's 76 photograph, Man with No Legs. Mm. So a lot of what you see was inspired by actual things. That somebody else. Huh. Uh, the Bergen Street station in the film was actually an abandoned lower-level portion of the station, which had to be retiled and fixed to look as if it was still in working condition. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That's... I would have never known. I would have thought it was just abandoned the way it was, to be honest with you. Kind of makes me think of the house from Night of the Living Dead last week. Yeah. yeah. I had, to re- had to rebuild that. And did a damn good job, too. All the ads in the subway and Bergen Street station are anti-drug ads. Oh, right. oh shit! I yeah. would have never noticed that. Here's the here's the stupid thing though. That's not true because one of the ads in the station was for like um, I think it's for a deodorant or something. It said ecstasy or a perfume or something. Yeah, but ecstasy. I know the drug. That was the only thing that I could think of too. Hey, oh, there he is, buddy. There he is. Hey, he's back. Sorry, I, I wasn't. I wasn't trying not to pay attention, but I was talking to the Brody. We were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on because he was trying. Facebook too didn't work, so that's all right. That's all right. But um, Adrian Lynn turned down directorial duties on Bonfire of the Vanities so he could direct Jacob's Ladder. His first choice for the role of Jacob Singer was Tom Hanks, but by coincidence, Hanks turned down the film so he could make Bonfire of the Vanities. Tom Hanks in this? Tom? I don't know if I could see it. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I could, totally I could totally see Has that. Has Tom totally Hanks ever done a horror movie? The Burbs. No, is that's that, comedy. Oh, comedy okay. horror. That's yeah, that's, com- that's, that's okay, a dark huh? comedy, though. That's practically horror. Yeah, yeah but uh, why have we not done that? We should. That would be great. Mm. We got we got spots. Anyways, yes, we got, <laughs> we got a lot. We got of spots. spots. We got plans. We got plans. Okay, according to director Adrian Lynn, the drug aspect of the story was inspired by the Martin Lee and Bruce Schlein book Acid Dreams, the CIA, LSD, and Sixties Rebellion. For all of the chiropractor scenes, director Adrian Lin ensured there was a real chiropractor on set who would work with uh, actor Danny Aiello so as to ensure authenticity. According to Lin, chiropractors often approach him and thank him for going to the trouble of getting what they do exactly right. You know, and as somebody who always goes to the chiropractor, when he was like, turn to your left and put your arm to the side and he did i was like that's what they do that's legit the motion that they do like it was great i've, I've still never, never been to one yeah did I've you never been. now when you it's pretty you great. have to go or did you go just because i i just went to get adjusted i go every once in a yeah. while just to get adjusted dude it is literally if you've never been adjusted 
Never. Your everything just feels you feel great. They pop your hips. They pop mm-hmm. everything in your back. They pop your neck. Let me tell you that first neck crack. If you've never had one, boys, whoo, it's it's oh, it's great. No, nope. I'm not from that. Not doing it. Are you saying we might need to change your pants after that? You may cream yourself. <laughs> just saying. That or are we going to cry? There may be some two. yogurt. Listen, the wife and I were having this argument because she thinks it sounds terribly painful. Where I think like it sounds aesthetically pleasing because like it is I not like cracking my knuckles and shit. So I'm just like all like you know what I mean like when you do you remember when you get those sweet solid back cracks on like a good chair yes. like, and you're just like Hurr! like you know what I mean like imagine that in your hip area imagine that all the way up to your fucking neck do you feel taller I do leave? I yeah. do and I feel like I'm not as like hunched over because you know I slouch a lot but mm-hmm. I feel like Same. I'm more I'm and you do feel like you're taller and you're like wow you feel great. Bob's looking over there like he needs to be seven foot. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, like, I mean, I'm pretty flexible, but I look at my, like, I sometimes look at my hips and I go, pop them. Mm. <laughs> hips don't lie, Bobby. Uh, what else you got, Chad, Daddy? Neither does my third leg, but you know. <laughs> In a 2015 retrospect on the film, Tim Robbins said one of the reasons he thought it didn't do well at the box office was how the film's violent, harrowing scenes in Vietnam didn't jibe with the national mood in the fall of 90 during the run up to the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. That probably, I can see yeah, that. That can make sense. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was reading Brody's comment here. He said Megadeth uh, "Train of Consequences" music video is heavily inspired by this film. Oh wow! I gotta go look at that. I don't remember the video now. To, to be, I can't. I have say to go. It, I have to go watch. It, so I feel like I might have to watch it. Definitely. Anyways. What else this got served, served as a major inspiration to the early games in the Silent Hill video game franchise. That, oh hell yeah! That's I also mean, part that of why a, I put it on that list. Nice. That was also a mindfuck game, dude. That was great. And the movie was really good. I feel like I have to try to like give it another shot because I did not care for it. Give it another shot. I, I really, yeah. thought it was, I really enjoyed the movie. All right. I'll do it just because you asked me to, sir. All right. What else we got, buddy? Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think you can skip that part. It's really long. This is this is long part about how it changed hands when it was greenlit. Um, I'll skip that. Uh, director Adrian Lynn used the art of painters William Blake, H.R. Giger, and Francis Bacon, and photographers Diane Arbus, and Joel Peter Whitkin as his primary influences for the visual style of this film. You can see it, definitely see it, especially in like the tentacle area with the HR Giger stuff. Oh yeah, that's very Giger esque. And yep. yeah, it came through very well. That's dirty. It made me feel sick. That too. It was just that was such an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> but yeah, the what? combination of the flashing lights and then like she's just like getting it. And I'm but like, like I said, she was for, loving it. For some mm-hmm. that make it probably uncomfortable, there was definitely probably some people that had watched this that were like, Well, hello. What's Cameron this? Miller. <laughs> ah, Cam. I, you know, I wasn't gonna say names, but <laughs> we haven't we haven't picked on him with tentacle porn in a long time. You mean it's never mind? I like how she's He's quiet down there. Oh, I would have loved it. I'm like, two, it. Two, yeah. two things. Two things always got to him was the tentacle porn and the mothra pussy. 
Oh, Mothra Pussy. Pussy. God oh, damn. Oh, my God. I've never I heard that about that. No, God. <laughs> those, those are the good old days of uh, comics and kaijus there, guys. Right? <laughs> Fucking A, man. What okay, else you got you, Daddy? Uh, according to director Adrian Lin, most of the dialogue in the opening scene between the soldiers was improvised on set by the actors themselves, especially the conversation between Ving Rhames and Tim Robbins about masturbation. Oh. <laughs> uh, right on. I love it. Actors who were allegedly interested in playing the leading role of Jacob included Richard Gere, Dustin Hoffman, and Al Pacino for the role of Jesse. Director Adrian Lin auditioned roughly 300 women, including Jennifer Lopez, Andy McDowell, Madonna, Demi Moore, and Julia Roberts. The role eventually went to the very first person who auditioned, Elizabeth Pena. Hell yeah. Dude, that's a... I'm just trying to feel like feel out some of those actors in my head, and I don't. I can't. I can't see Julia Roberts doing this. No, no. that was the first one. As soon as you said that name, I was like, "Nope." Whoop, we wouldn't out. have got any titties. No, we wouldn't have. Okay, no. that wasn't even a thing I was thinking of. I just thought she would not. Nah, fuck that. That's where I went. We wouldn't have got no titties. Now, uh, she uh, did young J Lo, maybe. No, I don't think so. Madonna. I think Madonna, Madonna yeah, yeah, but, hey, Madonna but nobody wants to see Madonna. Well, I, I could see, I could see Julie Roberts doing this because this was right around the time she did Flatliners. Wait, was she in Flatliners? That's true. Yeah, she uh, was. In, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah she I've never was. Seen Flatliners? What? That's actually, I, that's actually that's not me either. It's okay. It's on the list of possibles. Is it? Huh? Yeah, it's a really good one. I definitely say that's another one that'll. I'd have to like look at the synopsis because, dude, there's sometimes a lot of shit I've seen that I forgot, and then I'm like, oh wait, yes. Kiefer Sutherland's in it, if that helps. I'll look later. Anyways, what else we got, buddy? <laughs> Jacob's son, Gabe, was played by Macaulay Culkin, who was uncredited. Oh, it was little, little Macaulay, little Mac. Same year, as, same year filming as Home Alone. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Which Chad's never seen. I've seen Home Alone. I didn't like it. I thought you said you didn't see it. No, I've seen it. I didn't see the others because I didn't like that one. Did you just watch it in the last couple years, though? I, I thought know, there I was something. You I like, saw when it first came out. Oh, maybe it was a different. You're thinking movie of someone else. Then. I'm trying to yeah, we might have discussed a different family type movie that shit. I don't know. I just I thought it was the same kid from uh, what is it? I see dead people. Yeah, she thought oh. it was Haley Joe Osment, and I'm like, no, that's like a whole different generation. Yeah. I was like, he yeah, wasn't even yeah, born yeah. yet. No, he wasn't even born I yet. don't know, man. A lot of white kids look alike. No, man. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh the best part of the whole thing is the pancakes, dude. Like, yeah, yes. well, I, I wanted always pancakes wanted one. like right. Yep. This is why I want uh, Blackstone. Like, I want the biggest Blackstone. Whenever my grill shits the bed, I'm buying one, and I want to make giant fucking pancakes <laughs> with a snow shovel. And, you know, John, <laughs> that is a John life goal. Candy also made me want a big ass steak because of the oh, no. See, yes, I love did. great outdoors, but that just makes me so like, uh, no. especially when he's like. That makes, me, that makes me. That makes me want to go to the <laughs> You gotta eat the. Oh man, that'd have been the first part I ate. That makes me want to go to the gym. Hell yeah, give me that. That mm, makes me. That makes me want to go to the gym. Bro, and that is. I personally think. All right, this is a. 
I, I love the sidebar because I literally just watched this movie like a week ago with the family. It's great. Do you personally think you could eat a 96er? I, yes, I am a fat ass and there's no I fucking way I could do okay, that. I, I, okay, I, I would give it a could, try. Wait, I, but I would try. I would okay, what's a 96er? A 96-ounce we'll steak. Yeah, a 96-ounce steak. Oh, I can eat. I, all right. Yeah. Well, I can actually safely say I have eaten a 50-ounce, no problem. Had a 50-ounce? Homie, did you drop on that shit, dude? Like, cause I gotta know. Listen, all right. So here are so we went, me and my mom and my brother and his wife, we went to Crazy Side Steakhouse that's like about 20 minutes away from here. And we're looking at the menu. And I see yeah, bro, this, that's a we're, six we're, pound steak. We're right? looking at we're looking at steaks. The biggest one, it was like it was, I think it was like 47.9. It was right there. Okay. Okay, so, so there used to be a place down in the city of Ithaca when I was growing up, and it was called Billy Bob Jack's. Fantastic name. Uh, <laughs> but they did. They had a 49er, and they had a 49-ounce steak that you could get. But yeah. it wasn't and, a challenge as cool as the Great Outdoors, where if you ate the whole thing, you got everybody's meals for free. Yeah. No, <laughs> and like you got it like half off or something. And I was like, well, fuck Wait, that. wait, wait. You, you know what we're forgetting? What? He didn't just eat the steak. He ate the gristle. No, he- yeah. No. Oh wait. What he, else was it? Was it? Uh, he's like if you throw he, in he, something else, like yeah, this some kind too, of dessert. Yeah, he got dessert too. Yeah, he's they like, came back with hats throwing some hats for the kids. <laughs> yeah, and they all come <laughs> but, out wearing the hats. Yeah. And so yeah, I had like a forty-eight ounce, and I ate it no problem, bro. Not a not a not not. Like one, I said, I don't think I could eat it all, but I have had a five-pound burger, and I almost ate the whole thing when I was in Memphis. Almost. Almost. Didn't fucking there was there was a piece like that that big left, but it was like I just, that fucking. Big. I left nothing. Like I left. When bone. you're telling me the actual poundage that's going to be sitting in my stomach, I'm just like, no. And I'm a fat ass, dude. And I'm still just like, nah. You I'm just good, gotta dude. keep it in until the challenge is done and you leave the restaurant. All I know is I ate about half of that, and all. <laughs> and we lost Bob. Oh, wait, <laughs> he's back. It's, he's funny, back. it's funny you mention that because no, no, I'm here. Me and the wife watch Man vs. Food a lot on... Uh, oh, fuck yeah, bro. That's oh, crazy. yeah. And I looked, I looked at the one day, I'm like, how often do you think that Casey goes back and just hurls in the toilet immediately after they're done filming? It's either every that time. or every not time. to have potty humor by any means on this show, but <laughs> that dude's mornings are a Definitely solid smart. hour and a half. No, they, they <laughs> yeah. puke. They what? puke. They have to puke. After the show's done recording, I guarantee you they go and puke it up. You think? Yeah, I, fuck I yeah. Think so. yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Did you see how but, fucking fat he got over so. three seasons? But, he was eating some of that shit. Casey yeah. was always a big boy, though. Yeah, but there were some times where you no, looked dude, at he definitely you didn't gain one weight. Season three, bro. There's a solid see, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to 50 pound fucking but, jump. But then there's also sometimes seasons. a little bit of period where you see him still eating and he didn't look like he didn't change. So what? that's why he got to the point where he was like, I'm going to have other motherfuckers do this dude, because this is killing me. <laughs> see, that's That burger that I ate, I saw it on man versus food. Okay. Adam Richmond was on it. So at the time it was called Sasquatches or something like that, but they changed it to <gasps> the cookie Canuck. Damn. So it was the Sasquatch burger. And I was like, I'm going to fucking try it. And you had to eat the five Same pound sponge. burger, the three pounds of fries. Holy and, shit. Yeah. I, what? I, ate, I ate all the fucking fries. I literally ate every single fucking fry. And like I said, there was a piece that big about that fucking fat. 
See, if you it. didn't touch the fries, you probably would have. I probably would have killed yeah. the burger. No doubt. Yeah. See, I would have put the fries in the burger. There you oh, go. I was, I was putting the fries in the burger. I was fucking, fucking no. Were you soda. dunking it all in lemonade at that point, like going to like hot dog yeah. eating contest. See, my yeah. goal is to do food challenges. Like I, I know up. I would murder I Adam. So, oh man, she can't eat a lot. Always, it's always girls like like that that can. Yeah, she can fucking put that man. We go eat, and I'm done, and she's still going, and I'm like. God, I fucking love you so much. Because she does not eat like a lady. She does not eat like a lady when we go out to eat. And it makes me so proud because... You know what the best part is? Is like, I love that you take pictures of it too. Yes. It's fantastic. No, it's not. I love those shots. That's the absolute That one where you had that spoon and you could tell whatever you were eating, you were just so into it. And it was just like, yeah. I love when he captions it doing what she does best. While you're eating. And he will screenshot the moment that you look stupid <laughs> that's why it's so perfect because yeah. you know what like i tell her look baby you're fucking beautiful you're gorgeous and people see that shit online all the time they need to see the real you as well <laughs> I, they need it's to like, see oh, the you oh, I love. Uh, like right? we went to a, what was it a a wing party just oh yeah wings. so my buddy oh that's that's what i left out of my of my uh Slice, Slice of life. life. We went to a buddy of mine's house. He uh, he had this thing called Wings and Things. Ooh, we, okay. He made he made 150 wings. We had wine and just a you know whole, so good bad. time just talking. You didn't give me a call, Bobby. You yeah, wouldn't have been here. You wouldn't have. I would have gotten there in time. Wings are my shit. So, yeah, but this man barely eats. So I would put my bones on his plate. So I'd be eating yeah. his bones. She was, putting, she was putting her bones on my plate to make it look like I ate because I was already stuffed. <laughs> I had like six, seven wings, and I was good. She's like, like, honey, I'm gonna make you look like a man. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what she did. <laughs> so she'd be like, "Hey, what's that over there?" And I'd look, and I knew what she was doing because I'm not stupid. So did I'd you like, stack them like all super cool and like she did, like, they, she, they style? Like, they were just there on the plate, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so then she'd go and get another one. Oh, this one's delicious too because he was doing like all different flavors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, but let's get back to the fucking movie. You know what? Yeah, we had that minutes there. Yeah, let's add that crazy sidebar of meat and. Uh, <laughs> you rang. <laughs> okay, and Bruce Joel Rubin's original screenplay: all the demons who appear throughout the film were typical biblical demons with horns, wings, cloven hooves, etc. Uh, director Adrian Lin felt that this kind of imagery would could easily come across as comic which would destroy the film he felt the fact that the imagery was so far from human lessened its impact and as such decided he wanted the demons to be human-esque but not quite human during his research into this he came across the thalidomide scandal thalidomide was a drug made available for purchase from 57 to 61 it was designed to treat pregnant women primarily as an anti-emetic to combat morning sickness and secondarily as a sleeping egg however prior to its release Inadequate tests were carried out, leading to roughly 10,000 children in Africa and Europe being born with severe physical deformities because their mothers had taken the drug during their pregnancy. The most common defects were, I'm not going to get into what those all conditions, but they're all conditions which affect the appearance of the limbs. During his research, he studied the case, which came to feel that the birth defects uh, caused by the drug represented the perfect starting place for his redesign of the demons. It was also the the thalamide... I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. Sorry. Scandal was also the inspiration for David Cronenberg's Scanners. I was just going to say that. Ooh. Okay. As you were talking about that, it reminded me. I'm like, yeah, they had that in Scanners, too. Mm-hmm. Hot damn. All right. Mm-hmm. Very nice. 
Some additional scenes from the original script were changed or removed uh, during the dance scene. All of the dancers turned into demons. So there you go. They were demons. Oh, wow. During one of his Vietnam flashbacks, Jacob has a vision of a celestial staircase accompanied by heavenly music. Uh, Jacob watches a pastor on TV who rants about the, com- the world coming to an end. Jacob sees an image of a demon on the wall of his living room, which, when he looks closely at it, becomes a portal to hell. Uh, and this is what I was talking about before, a scene following the antidote sequence in which the ceiling explodes and Jacob is surrounded by a vision of heaven and a different ending where Jesse turns herself inside out and transforms into a huge demon, which Jacob has to fight before ascending to heaven. Okay, see, I that, that sounds awesome, but not yeah. necessarily awesome fitting for the Yeah, it wouldn't have fit. It would have taken away. Yeah, yeah, it would have. That sounds like an amazing away. ending video game sequence. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, like, I, I, see could, that I could see everything else, but add everything else, leave that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because the whole like, yeah, he was a veteran and everything, and he technically is fighting, but it wasn't that level of fighting. If you take, you know what fighting, I mean? It wasn't like actual like fisticuffs. If you t- if you take like, the fighting out and just show her becoming it, fair. Huh. Like somehow made it look like. She is it, but he's already. I think it ended perfectly. It it, it ended. It ended great. Like there's nothing that there's nothing that I would have changed about this movie. Like I said, it was so damn unsettling for me, Mm -hmm. and I just I loved it the way it was. Hey, that scene Brody sent you guys. Can you share that into the uh, host chat? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to see that because I'm. I'm thinking it's probably the same scenes I've seen. You know Uh, what? I can actually probably hold on. Uh, It's nine minutes long. Yeah, don't don't put it here. No. No, 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 I'm uh I was just gonna put the link up in the uh chat a little later. Oh, okay, okay. So anyways, keep on going, John. So Okay, Maybe. after initial test audiences reported the film was overwhelming, director Adrian Lane cut out twenty minutes of material, almost all of which came from the last third of the film. Four major sequences were removed after Jacob first meets Michael, a scene where Michael gives him an antidote for the latter, a scene where Jacob thinks he's cured, but <clears throat> turns out not to be a scene where he goes to Michael's apartment, finds Michael decapitated, and a scene just prior to his final meeting with Gabe where he meets Jesse, who shows her true form, which I just said. Right, right on. Hell yeah. Dude, this has got a lot of shit. There's, a lo- there's some other stuff. I mean... You know the original title for the film? Oh, um, no. Nope. The original, the original title of the film was supposed to be Dante's Inferno. Oh. Oh, oh wait. That would have given the entire film away. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, why they changed it. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad. That's why they changed it. The wait, ladder. wait, can we talk about something? How his Absolutely. son died? He got hit by a car. Uh, you saw that shit. That shit was so lame. That was really, dude. What? So what? Lame. He, got, he got the pet cemetery treatment. Yeah, no, that's Gage got oh, the game. Or Gabe got gauged. Let me keep the bike middle of the road. Let me slowly go on. This we side. would all do that if look. We were it no, probably nobody would do that. You know, look, it probably didn't happen that way. It probably didn't happen that way. The way we saw it, though, was either the demons fucking with what he remembered or something to that aspect. Or just, like, that's all he could remember about it. And it was just Yeah, because we don't even know if he was there when it happened. We don't know if he was. It could be an oversight. He was showing him how to ride a bike, remember? Or at least he was there when he rode his bike off. At that point, that's when he dropped the cards. Because remember, he dropped the cards. Yeah. He dropped his card the lamest way. And I'm like, this kid, dumbass kid. That's how he dies, really. I thought it was like something more severe, but. Look, and man, that's the second at... time that's... I've had to see Macaulay Culkin die. Okay. 
bees, and the first man. time the, the first time really bees. fucked me up okay yeah but let's just come on man <gasps> did we ever review the good son no we haven't oh. no i'm saying that's could a good we? move yeah did that ever not? count as does that count as horror it counts as and more Ooh. could Ooh. Don't let I mean, me it's still, that it's one. still that horror be because yeah, like Brody said, Brody just said we don't even know if he had a kid. That's a mind fuck right there. Well, they said he died, and that's why he ended up he, going to the war, right? Like, yeah, he, he died, died before, before he left for Nam, right? And did he do the doctor stuff before Nam too, or was that after? I, I think that was, was after. That was which obviously wasn't, but I feel like that but, was after. Mm. Okay. But no, wait. It almost had to have been before. Yeah. Because they were calling him Professor. Yes. Oh, yeah, because the doorman called him Doctor, and that was his old house, right? Or, or That's where the wife and the kids left. Uh, see, I don't so. know, because if he would have gotten his mind doctorate. Mindfuck. What? <laughs> yeah, there's your mindfuck right there. I don't know, dude. That's the whole. She's Jen wait. says that was after. His wife and kids, right? They didn't leave. No, but I'm saying like when he went, remember when the doorman called him doctor? Like mm -hmm. I'm assuming that was his original house. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, she was still there. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So like it might have, been, I would have to say it'd probably be before, but I don't know. The wife yeah, you couldn't after. see the living maybe. You can only see the dead. Damn this movie. I so know. Good. It makes me want to watch it again. fuck. Right. And maybe he never was a doctor. I don't maybe think that was, was his ambition. Maybe if it was, it was just an ambition that he wanted. That he was mm -hmm. never able to accomplish, and that's one of the things also that was holding him back. Something but that technically he did not get to accomplish. Yeah, because so, he, he well, could no, have he been... did accomplish it, but I thought he didn't want to think anymore, so that's why he took the postman job. But uh, I think there never he, was a that, postman job. But he might have been working yeah. on getting his degree when he got drafted. Mm -hmm. That could have, yeah. Maybe. Fair. All right. Wait, can we give All some credit the to the ladies that sang "Mr. Postman"? They did so great. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, they oh, got yeah, that very well. in my head. Ladies, they start catcalling so men way more often like yeah, that. Yeah. I would and love then, and also, to see like, who? How would that not his, make your yeah. day? Yeah, and yeah. his charm, like, on a serious note, he had some charm on him. Especially when he was talking about that tall man really stature with that fluffy like, hair. Just, yes, he did. He, hey, he's, him, he yeah. was a very good looking guy. Yeah. No, his attitude, like, his attitude is what gave him the charm. Very chill. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to the main questions. Yeah. All right, so what format was this watch down, peoples? On demand. Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Bobby Plus. Fucking on, on demand. On demand. Amazon. All right. Douche of the film? Jezebel? Yeah. Yeah, or, actually. Dare I say, well. No. Or, or maybe I say, uh, dare Costanza. I say the U.S. government for the drug thing? Oh, that's a good one. They're idea. always, always yeah. douche. They're always So you could douche. say both of them, actually, because she, she's a demon. They're an asshole. Yeah. Right, but the demon thing was potential. You don't know if there was real demons or not. You know what I mean? It could just mm -hmm. been inner demons. B but still, I'm going to go with she's a demon. So I'm no, going that's with fair. So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, she is the one that I feel like you hate the most. You know, something, Je Jezebel. Movie. I'm sticking with Jezebel. Wait, I just thought of something. I'm so sorry. This Hit is it. going 180. Oh, go ahead. Wait, do you remember when he goes back? Oh, I'm sorry. He flashed back his back, flashes back into his house in his bed, and he's cold because mm -hmm. the window's open. Well, it's yep. only him and his son that complain about the cold. Nobody else. Yes. 
Yes, his wife didn't complain. No, no Ooh, maybe his spirit was there at the house. <sighs> Sorry, I just thought of that. Okay, yes. Okay, uh, I also just. I also just thought of something now because uh, your wife put the spelling of Jezebel up there. Doesn't that kind of sound like Beelzebub? Well, I was just questioning. Well, the whole, Jezebel was the whore of Babylon. Yeah, yeah right. Jezebel was the whore of Babylon. That's why, like, as soon as they said it, I was like, wow. Biblical? I understand there's some dick-ass parents out there, dude. But if you named your daughter Jezebel, like, I feel like mm-hmm. you're just setting She's going to be a whore. Right, you're setting her up for failure, uh-huh. dude. Like, you know what I just realized? Jezzy. Is just his manifestation of the army. They fucked him. Uh, oh, oh, I love it. Yeah. The I way she was it. controlling him and everything. That huh? is a good one. Maybe that would explain why she felt like a plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was, I was getting total recall vibes with Arnold's wife on Mars, dude. You know what I mean? I like, yeah. Oh yeah. I can't think of anybody else that would be a douche. I mean, the squad, his squad was kind of douchey after they fucking, like, backed out, but... Well, obviously, mm-hmm. they got all scared. As yeah, they had to. They got their because... shit kicked in. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I guess that could just be an open-ended question because, I, you know what I mean? Like, you can go where any which yeah. way. All right. Favorite kill? There wasn't really any um, kills per Yeah, se. this is kind of a hard well, one to answer for honestly, this question. No, honestly, the car blowing up. If you're going to go with the kill, yeah? that was the most direct and terrible one to watch think even though he knows we don't know that at the time Scoob's is gonna say gabe, yeah, say gabe. No. no my favorite kill was jacob because had he not been killed we wouldn't have got this movie Ooh, oh, i like your play he got the point. bayonet to the gut dude mm-hmm. like that's just mm-hmm. one of his own platoon members yeah right fucked straight fuck that's a good one damn it mm-hmm. <sighs> i'm gonna have to agree with that one Oh, wait, mine is in the helicopter when um, the pilot gets shot and the other guy's brushing the blood off. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That is a good death. Damn. Which, by the way, who shot him? Because that shot had to have come from inside the helicopter. Either that or was there some sniper on the field that was just like, bing. Maybe it was still their own guys on the field. Like, who the fuck knows, dude? But because we don't that other know guy with the machine well, gun. We don't he was have just the pilot in them. Down. We're also I don't know because the the, the, the way the blood spratter. Yeah, the blood, they were just the blood spratter. Hmm. Jen says his death is found peace. All right. I think I'm gonna have to agree with Scoobs, man, just because that was a that's a solid like that's a solid point, and I can't ever think of anything better than that. So, all right. Best scene, and I know exactly where I'm going with this one. I uh, yeah, I know where I'm going too. I it's think not. This, let's go in order. It, let's go in order. Okay. So I'm going to say for me, it was the whole fight scene in the car because he was going fucking kung fu crazy, just kicking motherfuckers left and right. I guess we did have fighting in the movie. Yeah. Hmm, maybe dragon fighting wouldn't be something. No. Anyways. But no, that scene was just, it was hilarious, but it was also, I don't know. I just liked that he was, he was still defending himself against three motherfuckers in a car. Like he didn't give a shit. No. Whether he took them all out or not. I don't know. That was that was my like. I know it's a ridiculous scene, but not I'm gonna really. go with that one. That's not ridiculous. My my favorite scene is the dance scene, the hallucination with the tentacle. Yeah, that's a fucking trippy ass scene, dude. Yeah, I mean the flashing lights and everything just fucking just made that whole scene just crazy. Honestly, if we had the question of scariest scene, I would give it to that. Oh yeah, that'd right be fucking there, horrifying, dude. Bobby. 
Uh, see, I actually think the scariest scene in my favorite is the moment he's in the hospital and they're wheeling him through all that shit. And Ooh. he ends up with all the doctors around him. Yep. Up it's basically up until his guardian angel comes to get him. That's my like whole favorite scene. The all moment right, he's in the hospital, in. so the moment they get him out, that's fucking scary because you don't know where you're going. True. My runner-up was actually your favorite scene, Steve. Chad Daddy? I got to go with the scene where uh, he's about to get run over by the car. You know, the car's chasing oh. him down the alley. Oh, that was great. And, oh, and he's, yeah, he's not, yeah. you notice he's not running in a straight line. Serpentine, baby. Yeah. Serpentine. That's, that's exactly he's, what I said in my head. I'm all serpentine. Serpentine pattern. Serpentine. <laughs> I was watching. I was like, yeah, he's doing it smart. But I yeah, said it was this, a very yeah. well-filmed scene. Yep. What about you, Mel? Uh, Santa Claus jacking his shit. <laughs> yes! There's the douche the there's, there's That's the douche. The That's the douche. Santa, Santa Claus stole taking his, his wallet. wallet. What the that fuck? Was that so was a good one. Up. I almost forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. That is fantastic. <laughs> good fucking call. All right. So, yes, Brody says we haven't talked about the needle in the head scene, which actually was the one that Brody was talking about, the crazy mm-hmm. doctor scene. And it's almost as painful as watching a needle go into an eye. Yeah, not Almost. as quite, but pretty fucking close. Oh man, wait, that's what else we have, Brody? That's another reason why I like it is what he just said. It's heartbreak because he thinks he's alive, but he knows he's dying. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that shit, dude. This whole movie is a trip. Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right. So, did the opening scene hook you in? Yes. Yep. It was fucking. Was I'm, I'm all yep. for it. Right. I thought he was gonna be stuck in there, and that was the entire movie. That would have been a way different movie, but also yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yes, that is a solid yes all around. Okay. Most attractive character. I got to give it to the two main characters. Tim Robbins yeah. and his girlfriend. And, oh, yeah. Jezebel. Jezebel and him for sure. Not yeah, even definitely. a question. Yeah, because Scoops. I had a huge oh. crush on her for years after that. Yeah. Jezebel, man. I mean. She had them nice little perky titties, and then when she was laying on her side, it was just like the perfect, the perfect boob. And I, I and I didn't out. say that the girlfriend did. She goes, "Oh, now her titties look nice." And may may she rest in peace. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, may oh. she rest in peace. Yes, 2014, she died. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's bad. So when when she was bent over, she was bent over something, doing something, and she was like, "Would you get that? Would you hit that, baby?" And I was like, "Babe, she's dead. I don't want none of that." And she's like. Why did you have to go there? I was a dark humor. <laughs> dark humor. You ruined the whole was thing. It, was the it when thing. she was it when she was uh telling him about the phone messages from yes. Costanza? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, damn, I say how head. I know exactly what scene yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All righty. So did the score set the mood? I would have to say absolutely. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. It, it kept you it, the very tense in spots. It really kept you on your edge. Ooh, Brody says his imaginary wife isn't too bad. All right. Fair. Although I think okay. she was his real wife at some point, you know. Right, right. There was some truth to his uh, memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, best song? Mr. Hey, Mr. Postman. Mr. Postman. <laughs> oh, Mr. Postman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, all right, yeah. I was going to say, unless they threw in just because it was Vietnam and they mm-hmm. gave us a helicopter scene with Fortunate Son, I would almost have to Okay, it would have been Fortunate Son. The, uh, the <laughs> song that they were playing during the dancing was pretty catchy, too. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was like a 70s kind of like disco mm-hmm. song. I don't, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. That was a hell of a house party, may I say. Yes. Yeah, Fortune Teller's there, Demon's there. Shit. Right? 
a fucking sheep's head in the fridge. Yeah. Sounds like, it sounds yeah, like that was kind of Hall- the first giveaway. Like, hey, what the fuck is that? Sounds yeah. like yeah. the best Halloween party yeah. ever. But you go to any Mexican party, there's a chance there's a sheep's head in the fridge because we're going to fucking barbecue at that oh, shit. Oh, it sounds so, so good. Okay. <gasps> Coma! Coma! Hi, What's Coma! up, buddy? Sorry. Hi, oh, you are fine. <laughs> that is what it's all for. All right. So, favorite character? Tim. Or, uh, yeah, Jacob. Jacob. Louis. Louis was good. Oh, Louis, yeah. dude. Yeah. Bro, Louis, Louis the oh, yeah, Louis, yeah. Find me a chiropractor that's going to come in and start swinging a fucking. He was like, going to fuck those doctors up. Yeah, he was. This is barbaric. <laughs> fucking snapping, you know, wires off and shit. And right there was when I was like, okay, this dude is more than just a guardian angel. He's his guardian angel. Like, right, right. he like, literally went, like, he went to, to, while the demons were trying to keep him in hell. He went to hell and got him out. And I almost think, without actually saying it, he knew that. Because as soon as he even got to the hospital, he was like, call my chiropractor. You know what I mean? He's like, call my chiropractor. And it's like, that's not the first thing if you're getting admitted to the Mm -hmm. hospital after just getting like the shit kicked out of you. (laughs) No. You know what I mean? You're over here like, oh shit. What's going on? Louie came in, dude, swinging a crutch, was about to take out some motherfuckers. Yeah, he was. Like, Louie. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. And everybody, did everybody else get their picks? I said uh, Jacob. You guys all said Jacob, right? No. I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to Louie. Who's your favorite That's character? Bro. Oh, man. George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And this is actually the time when Seinfeld like just started. Mm-hmm. Too. You know what the sad part is about that? I, I feel so bad for Jason Alexander because I don't give a shit. What fucking movie you put me in nope. with? He he's, plays. He is George, George fucking Costanza, mm-hmm. man. Yep. He time. needs to. He needs to make a movie with Stifler. Yeah, oh. those two are just. Doesn't matter what they are in, they are gonna be Costanza and. Stifler. God damn it, you're right, dude. Like, although I did love him at, in Shallow How. <laughs> yeah, because he was George Costanza esque in that. He's movie. always <laughs> George though. Like he was George in the fucking Burning. Like and yeah. he was like 19 in that movie and had like a full hat of hair. I don't know. I, I don't think he was very George dude, in that one. He was in this. Are you kidding me? He was talking about spermicide and shit, dude. Go listen to Chad talking about it. 200 episodes. That was fucking ago. hilarious. But no, there was. He did an episode of Criminal Minds where he played this serial killer. He was like a professor that was a serial killer. And like he has this Ooh. real shitty long white hair wig. Oh he's yeah, trying to talk yeah. All intellectual. I think I've seen and that. I'm, I'm sitting there watching him like. I know he's not Costanza, but it just feels like it's just Costanza in a costume trying to impress somebody. That like guy, he's pretending to be an architect. I was watching that episode. I'm like, that guy definitely celebrates Festivus. <laughs> yes, yes, Festivus, the rest of us. Is I mean, there's so many actors that just have that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what and I mean. That's, like, that's his role. What's his name? Fucking Kelso. Like he's always Kelso. You know what I mean? Like. I don't even call him by his real name because I don't. Well, even like yeah. like Kramer is always going to be. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like That's just in UHF. Michael Richards is all. Yeah. yeah, Michael. He's in UHF and he's got those big he, ass buck teeth. But I'm like, and he's still Kramer. Kramer. Yep. Yeah, still dude. Kramer. Mm-hmm. I love him in UHF though, dude. I love yeah. that movie so much. <laughs> and not, that makes me really. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that fucking Weird Al movie because it's just. Oh, yeah, God. fuck yeah! That's gonna be a fun movie to watch. All right, let's keep to you about Jacob's Ladder though. Uh <laughs> so. I feel like we've actually already talked about this, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's going to be a solid yes. But was it scary? Yes. 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 Yeah, a full mindfuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Made me question shit. Mm-hmm. And Scoobs even said, gave him fucking nightmares. So mm-hmm. still Definitely. makes me question it. I think that's a solid. All right. Does it hold up today? 
Absolutely. Yes. It holds up better than most psychological horrors of modern day. Mm-hmm. Whoever the fuck decided to remake this shit was just, you know what I mean? That was just cash grab full out. No, show yeah. me. There's no reason show, to. Show me another movie made in 1990 that holds up just as well. Mm-hmm. 1990. Oh, man. You're going to make me. Uh, Back to the Future 3. No, not like this. I mean, we didn't say like this. We just said holds up. Mm, I would still even kind of maybe argue. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, acting. Fantastic. Nay, really? Fantastic. That's, that's oh, an a, a plus. A plus. Yep. Everybody yeah. was solid in this role. Mm-hmm. In this really, yes. really good. All right. So cinematography. We did kind of hit on this before. Uh, Brody definitely hit on it. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. Wonderful yeah. cinematography. There's n- mm-hmm. Every shot is literally like, it's like perfect. This, this is, is a solid A movie. Like, especially yeah. when you think about all the demons and stuff that are hiding like in the background that you only get a quick glimpse of. Yep. Right? Just so much detail that you don't get to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I hate I hate to say it, but I don't I don't think Cundy could have done better. Damn. And well, I honestly uh, I'm just that saying is a hot take. I, I would want to go to that universe to see where Cundy did it. Yeah. Just to see. So I don't know what one that would be, six one six. Or is that <laughs> all right? Uh, it's whatever the one has pizza papa. Yeah, <laughs> this pizza papa mm. always gets paid. <laughs> always, right? <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so last main question premise. Yeah. Beautiful, yep, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yep. I, what else can you say, man? Crazy, just mind trip. You don't even know if it's real, obviously, not real, but. Maybe so before we go on to the next question or the 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 four R's, yeah, in the reboot of Jacob's Ladder, okay. he's a veteran returning home from Afghanistan mm-hmm. who lost his brother. Oh wow! And then uh, finds out that his brother is not dead, or is hmm. he? Okay. Uh, yeah, but That's you said it got rated film. poopy. It was rated poopy. Kaka. All right. All right. So, well, that brings us to our four R's, which is recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. Rewind. Yeah, I'm going to rewind. 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 Rewind every day. Mm -hmm. Rewind and release the extended cut minus the demon Jezebel from the end. Yep. Just No, give me that in just just deleted scenes. Yeah, just give it to me in a deleted scene, but not as part of the movie. In 4K. Or give you the option to watch it in the film or separate. Hi, Kaylee. Kaylee, stop hitting on my girlfriend. Hi, Kaylee. (laughs) Kaylee. <laughs> so All Jacob's right. Ladder got a 2.7. The remake that was a 2.7. Oh, well, remake. Well, that's fine. There's no reason to remake this movie. So no. we are going to rate this mother liquor. So speaking of mother liquors, Brody gave us he started us off with a 4.7. It's a fantastic score. Uh Mel, we're gonna start with you. You are our guest host. Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, hope you do it again if you're interested. I uh, would be honored to. Hell yeah. Let's get your score. What do you give Jacob's Ladder? I would give it a 4.8. I just want a little bit more gory, especially for gore more, but 4.8. All right. 4.8. Chad Daddy. I'll give it a four and a half. Solid four and a half. Meat Mountain. Oh, 5.0. Ooh. So, wow. All right. Five. Listen, five. It, listen, it had everything it needed. I don't. I, I I I would like some little more gore, but at the same time, I'm like, 
it doesn't need it. It's got enough to fuck with you. Okay. So 5.0. Scuba? Mm -hmm. I am also going to give it a 5. Like I said, this movie just fucked with me mentally. That's not what you said last night. Well, I know. I know. But... After Our scores will change after talking no, no, no. and shit all the time. When we were talking, I said, all I'm going to give it a 4.7. I'm going to give it a 4.7. And I said, that's that's what I'm going to give it. But then after the nightmares that I had because of this movie and the way it made me think today, it's a fucking five, man. I've wow. never watched a movie that fucked with me the way this movie did. All right. Solid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what? Funny enough, the wife actually said the score that I had in my head. And I'm going to go with a 4.6. All right, so divide that bitch by six. Oh, I got to round up. We got a four point eight for Jacob's Ladder. Very nineteen ninety. That is a very respectable score, Brody. I hope you approve. Well, Brody gave it a four seven. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's almost always dead on. He's almost really is that damn motherfucker, dude. He is. All right, he is that saucy, saucy. So I don't. Can we do a next episode preview? Have we decided something? We've t- we we talked about what we might decided. Do. So okay. let's have... pick right now. So do we? Well, should we talk about what we want to do? So for the rest of this month, we were thinking about going more into the psychological horror, like uh, to fit in with um, this movie. And I did come up with a list. Uh, I sent you guys the list. If you want to take a look at it real quick, yep. Uh, yep. Do you want me to? Do you want me to talk about it now, or do you? Uh, well, no, I just it, it's that's it. you can if you want. Okay, because uh, the list the list that I looked up, I think I found the same list that Scuba Steve found. Plus, I went into Reddit and found some there. So uh, some of the okay. ones that are brought up similar to this are Shutter Island, Flatliners, Silent Hill, Mandy, The Sixth Wait, Sense, Mandy like like Nicolas Cage Mandy, uh, The Sixth Sense, Gothica, Stir of Echoes, The Messengers. Ooh. Angel Heart, Secret Window, and I added okay. this because of Secret Window, The Ninth Gate. Oh, I shit. Love, a lot I, of these I haven't seen. My, my three that I'm drawn to, of course, Stir of Echoes. I love that movie. Same. The Ninth Gate is another movie that I just absolutely love. Can't go wrong with Johnny Depp. And uh, Flatliners. Those are the three that I, I mean... Strangely enough, those are the ones that I was drawn to as well, but a possible... Uh, alternate pick to flatliners all right so here's the thing i like i said i want to give it to you three guys because that should end us out for this month right yeah all right so obviously brody started off so whose pick was it supposed to be for next week Do mine we no was all right yes, yours? it was i had onibaba last listed all right chad daddy so i not to put you on the spot but what would you like us to review next week stir of echoes Stir of Echoes it is. Fantastic Flatliners. Okay, well, when it's my pick, I will pick Flatliners for my pick. <laughs> there you go. And I appreciate that because I've never seen it. So there you go. Uh Stir of Echoes, great movie. I haven't watched that in a long I've time. actually I have actually I guess I have not seen Stir of Echoes. Kevin Bacon. Baby. You've never seen Stir of oh, Echoes. Fantastic. Awesome. Great movie. No, that's awesome. good. And I'm this glad. this one I... takes place in the 70s too, doesn't it? Stir of Echoes, no. Part of it? No, it's no. No, well, wasn't she mur? Or no. wasn't she off? It wasn't early? that. Well, it wasn't that earlier on. I think it was only like a decade beforehand, but I could be wrong. It's been, a, dude. It's also been it's, maybe a solid twenty years. Yeah, since it's I been a while it. since I've watched it. So, okay, stir back. Wow, 
yo, we're setting ourselves up for failure come when we get out of these picks. You do yeah. That, right, dude? Because, like, we're going to be watching some solid good movies here. But you know All what? Right. September will go fast, and then it's spooky season. Yes, it right. is. It's always spooky season. I know, about? but I mean. Yes, but it really amps up. All right. So, next episode, Stir of Echoes. Check that shit out. All right. Gang, we are on an hour 45. Is there anything nerdy that we want to talk about that we got can quickly talk about? I got nothing. I got I'm, nothing. I don't, I don't nothing, think I have anything. Nothing that really stands out. Not the only thing nerdy week. I got is, hey, man, if anybody's listening and you're going to be at Cherry Hill this weekend, come out and get your... Get on your monster with uh, Bobby and I down at fucking Monster Mania. Yeah, come see us. That's the only thing nerdy I got going. All right, well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Why don't we talk real briefly about uh, the movie that... Oh, wait, no, John still hasn't watched it. Neither have I. I haven't watched Prairie yet, so we're not... Get on that shit. Haven't had a minute. Do you understand how much I have to, like, maneuver just to watch this movie? There are so many bro dudes talking shit about this movie. Why? And I'm like, it because, looks fantastic. Because she's because a, a female, female warrior. She's a female warrior who who wasn't as strong as as the men in her tribe. And blah 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 blah. And I'm like, she is, gives off Ripley vibes, bro. She right? is a fucking half of these badass. motherfuckers probably would suck off Alien if yeah. the movie had a cock, but they won't look at it for that reason. Fuck yeah, that, course. dude. I want to watch it. I just haven't set the time to watch it. So yeah. I will try to watch it. It's an hour time. thirty uh, minutes. Hour thirty it's minutes. It's really good. The uh, yeah, there is one little other brief of uh, nerd news. I mean, how true is it? Don't know. Uh, there is a a tease that maybe producer Roy Lee teases something with Friday the Thirteenth. Now that everything has started to settle. No, I oh, wouldn't really. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I buy into that it. yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't say yeah. buy into, it, but you never know. Brody says, "Talk about my cosplay." Oh, well, yeah. I, okay, so. See, that's what I watched this weekend, but I don't know about you guys that do the cosplay thing as well. But like I like to throw the movie on of the costume. Because it watching. gives you the motivation. Correct. Thank you. Dude. And sometimes you, you just character. really Yeah. But you're not ever really watching the movie because you're still concentrating on making your costume. So it's more background noise. Yeah. And you'll mm-hmm. catch a couple scenes that you're just like, okay, I want to stop just to watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yes. I but do the same thing. I yeah, man, I, I started hard on the costume and then just like every cosplayer, my motivation went meh. And then it was like, oh, cons next weekend. Get my ass in fucking gear. So then <laughs> I had hard this weekend. And like I always do, dude, because that's the worst thing about procrastination is you're like, oh, procrastination is terrible. Procrastination is terrible. But yet I still always get everything done. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, fuck. But. No, that was fun, and I'm ready to sweat my ass off with Bobby. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, he's got a new leather face. Oh, I got my new Jason. That so that's going to so so be a hot weekend. I can tell you that I will, right now. You know what? And Okay, so if, if we're going to talk like cosplay, I guess the one little nerdy thing is like, all the blood on there, straight up, is clear dollar store, like Elmer's glue and food coloring. There you that go. Shit, that shit looks. Mm-hmm. And it. it, it it dries hard, but it gives you that still that nice glossy fucking mm-hmm. wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's look. beautiful. That's good. Fucking yeah. So here's the problem though, because obviously it's still cheap glue and hot. Like it was hot <laughs> as fuck when I did the shoot the other day, dude. And it's gonna be worse. The stuff on my shirt, stage. it got a little wet because obviously like the real sweat and everything. 
but luckily it dried back to the same way and i was like okay good so (laughs) we'll see how it fares through the con this weekend well here's the good thing john is it's actually not going to be a heat wave we're actually getting a good solid 85 degrees aren't you lucky aren't you lucky yeah aren't you lucky damn right i'm lucky i don't give a fuck about that hey you can come up here with us in the winter and deal with the snow we need to go to i can i'm from washington state let's get it (laughs) all right there you go next year next year next con that everybody's going to her and i are going yes okay all right we got to make that happen then Yes, yes Jen, I'll actually get to meet you too, finally. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what's funny? Right, this is Jen, I, mean, I don't know why, but she, for some reason, didn't think Bob was as big as he is until she saw the picture of him and I hugging. And I was like, how could you not tell the man well, is giant? Same thing. No, 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 no. Same thing. Like, like really? I said, I thought you and I were similar heights. Oh. And then okay. I met you and I was like, you're a fucking monster. And you're like, Bobby's <laughs> bigger than me. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then I saw the pictures, and I was like, "What the shit?" Right, Bobby makes me look like look, fucking average. Like, I'm just glad I'm taller than Chad. Thanks. Oh, off, dude. I Thanks, love Cubes. you. You're my little nugget. You're my little. We could literally be the AT and T bars going up. Yep, exactly, exactly. Ah, oh. Scoops. That, that's why I keep saying me and Bobby have the perfect perfect cosplay lined up. Master Blaster. The master who runs yeah. Potter Town. Oh, we got to do that. <laughs> I thought. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> or we could wait, say, wait, Chad, Chad. Or we could do twins. I was say twi- oh, twins would be an easy one. That's that's where I was gonna go with it. I was gonna that go with that. Great. That's a good one. <laughs> I did and nothing. Then, the pavement was his enemy. I need a I need a twins remake with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yes, they're trying yes. to do it. I'm I thought that. Yeah, they've been talking about they, that. For they've a while. been talking about That'd it for years. Great. But oh, um, my only nerdy thing that I have going on, if anybody is interested out there in the the world of our stream this friday or this saturday uh we will be live streaming a paranormal investigation of yorktown memorial hospital it's one of the most haunted locations in the state of texas we will be there live streaming all night long we're getting locked in um my buddy danny sponsored he's a skeptic so we decided hey you want to go you want to sponsor ran out the most haunted location in texas and let's do this shit so that's what we're doing. Uh, you can go to Dark Side Paranormal on Facebook, and it's spelled Dark Side like the villain from Superman. Um, and yeah, check Dark us out. Side. Hey, I got a good way you can uh, kind of antagonize the uh, spirits a little bit. Play the mm-hmm. song Hello, Mary Lou. Oh, so we always play. Uh, there's a song by Bobby Mackey, which if you know anything about Paranormal, Bobby Mackey's bar yeah. is one of the most haunted places in the United States. We always play one of his songs to antagonize the spirit, and it fucking works every single fucking time. We have not been let down. But this one, have you we're ever going... played Jackie Wilson? I have not. <laughs> bro, bro, come on! I'm trying to piss him off, not make him dance. I want to make him dance. So you know what? For you, I will fucking play it this week. Yeah, I will you have to. But great. uh, but yeah. So if you guys are interested, tune in. I know Brody jumps in every time that we're live streaming. And I fucking love it because he's like, "Call him a cunt," and I'm like, "Hey, so Brody, not me. Brody <laughs> said you're a cunt. Brody, not me. John, we okay, should tune in while we're at Mania. We'll sit we there while we're having dinner or something and tune in. Fuck yeah. Yo, question, Bob. Yes. Isn't it your birthday on Friday? Yes, it is. That whole Ooh! weekend. All right, you know what? Right, this is how we're ending it. This how we're ending Happy it. birthday, We're buddy. Happy birthday to Bob. Yeah. Oh, thank Ahem. you. One, two, three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. Cha-cha-cha.
Happy birthday to you. I'm trying to go with Scoops here. I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go with you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Sweet. So I'm going to buy Bob's birthday on Friday. Oh, fuck hey, yeah, baby. Fuck oh, yeah, dude. Fuck, yeah. We get this tank fucking drunk as fuck, hopefully. Uh, yeah. I will, I, I, well, I get, well, I'm the youngest one here right now, so I will be 29. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. but I, how are you 29? You know I'm over it. I owe you one from New Jersey anyways, so. Wait, say that again, John? I said I owe you one from the last one anyways, so. Oh, yes. Well, we're going to have up. plenty more Friday, Saturday, oh, and Sunday. Hell yeah. All right, gentlemen and lady. It's- I'd say it's probably about time to wrap this shit up. Yes, because it's time to go eat. I'm hungry. All right. Me too. So, you know what? We're going to start it off with Mel. Thank you once again for uh, joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Your insight on this movie and watching it with Scoops. Hell yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Loved it. Thank you. You you want to start the sign up? Throw out your (laughs) socials and stuff. Oh, my God. So you can totally follow me on Twitch, which is the Smiling Octopus. It is not a hentai, but hey, come and find out. It's great. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Melody360, and I, we do a lot of mental health. So my streams are dedicated to mental health and gaming. So every stream is a mental health stream, um, even if I'm gaming. So you don't have to subscribe. You don't have to follow. All you got to do is talk to us and your family. Hell yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Chad Dadwee. Well, this is your dark lord of law, dark lord of knowledge. <laughs> Here, Chad, Daddy. I stroked out for a minute, saying, uh, "Tune in next week for Stir of Echoes, bitches." Mm-hmm. This is your killing machine, Bobby Mon, saying thank you for the early birthday wishes, and catch me and Johnny at Monster Mania this weekend, along with so many other greats. We'll see you next week. This is your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, the sinister minister, the cryptid keeper, the ghost daddy himself, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying. I'll see you on Someone Supernatural, baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And this is your not-so-mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, Gorehounds. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Mom, be